1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the CJ
0: I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. How's it going, Damon? It is uh, sunshine and rainbows, as always. Uh, never a dull moment, and plenty to talk about with New Japan Pro Wrestling. We actually have a show we can talk about, Joel. I always like—I uh, like our rambling shows. I think people—I think a lot of people like our rambling shows. I think some people fucking hate them, but I guess that's what makes us special, right? We—we uh, we cover all bases if not entertaining we're nothing else that's for sure but uh plenty to talk about today i'm sure damon we got nothing but
1: positive feedback for last week's uh meandering bullshit show that's because i immediately mute or block anyone who says anything negative about the show. So, <laughs> there we go it's just an
0: uninterrupted stream of positive
1: feedback from our adoring fans
0: uh, that's all i need that's all i want from you good good work by you good
1: even if it's just the like the most polite, helpful, constructive criticism. Hey guys, I love the show. In future, why don't you try block? Fuck you. Go ban from the podcast. <laughs> right. Never listen to us again.
0: Yeah, go we hate go, you. Go listen to Keep It Is Strong. Style. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get out. Bye. Yeah. Do you want a crisp update? I sure do.
1: I ate the zap, the kettle, the the voodoo flavored ones. They were great. Like you I like that. my crisps. That are, sting the roof of my mouth with flavor as soon as I taste it and that was like a it was spicy it was sweet it was sour it was you know I also tried the ruffles all dress and I was very excited about those because I've been wanting to get a hold of those for a while and nearly spent over the odds getting some delivered f- to China but I'm glad I didn't because you got some for me I was right. really excited and that was really nice as well it's kind of like a sort of sweet tangy smoky barbecuey. Flavor. I always but wondered. I, cause I, never, I never
0: had that. Like I, I, like I heard of it a million times. It's a, it's a Canadian thing. And you I never, never tried them? No, never. I, like the bag I got, mm. I was like, I, should, I, 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 I might get a bag for myself, but it, I didn't. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm in this half-hearted diet mood. You know what I mean? Like some days I'm just like, fuck it, I don't care. What does it matter? I'm fat. Who cares? And then there's other days where I'm like, oh come on, get on. Yeah. You know, so it's so literally it's 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 a day to day thing at this point where you know. Um, and I wanted to get a bag, but I didn't get a bag. So, uh, so what is it like barbecue or like, give me a, give me a flavor profile.
1: It's like a cross between barbecue and salt and vinegar, like a more sort of tangy, spicy barbecue.
0: Okay.
1: All right. I, I, but I what I, I was going to say is I yeah, think the, the zap, the voodoo flavor were like that, but up to level 10. Wow. Ratchet it up a few notches. I really enjoyed the voodoo ones. And I haven't tried the voodoo hot ones yet that you bought me. So I'm tremendously excited about those. I also had the uh, Doritos Flamin' Hot, which was nice. Again, good sign of a good crisp is that it leaves your fingers like bright red or bright orange. Some kind of color. Because when I'm at work, <laughs> I, I eat my snacks with chopsticks because I don't want to get mucky fingers. But at home, pff, go nuts. You know, you want that moment at the end of the bag of crisps where you can lick your fingers and suck all the the goodness off sounds like a good date to me (laughs) i'm I'm having the best time see that's how i ensure that i don't get depressed after holidays damon by bringing back a whole suitcase full of snacks to (laughs) keep me going until the next holiday
0: i'm gonna take i also i'm gonna take you up on that next time i go i'm gonna really like i bring back snacks but i don't bring back a ton but i i think fuck magazines and and programs and shit i'm gonna just bring back a a luggage full of strong zeros and fucking just treats that's all i'm gonna do
1: i also really enjoyed the marshmallow peeps uh which i had a brainwave to roast them and the sugar on the outside caramelizes the middle goes and goo is delicious and i've been sharing them with some close friends at work but there was a person at work who I don't like very much who came up and was like, oh, can I have one of those? Oh, no, it wasn't that. It was Mally was saying, hey, does anyone want one of these? And I called her out and I was like, Mally, these are my treats that Damon got me all the way from Philly. You can't just go offering them to other people. And then another teacher who I don't like very much said, oh, can I have one? And I was like, mm. and I, <laughs> I I like pulled a face <laughs> and made a bit of a scene over it. I was like a, a petulant child. I was just like, uh all right and she could tell that i didn't really want her to have one but she took one anyway and she's like oh you don't seem very happy about this and i was like well when's the last time you shared a treat with me you've never done it
0: all right Uh, am i dickhead for no making a scene about this i think you're fucking great for it actually i i applaud you for that because you're right if she's a if she's uh you know a bit of a twat and she's fucking has never offered you a treat or you know what i mean like you know you don't like me now, now you're coming over because you, like, you want my fucking peep? Get up the street. I'd be like, get out of here. I want to give away. Thank you. I'd be like, go fuck Thank your mother.
1: You. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say to her next time I see her. She's be like, Hey, Damon says, fuck your mother.
0: <laughs> right. Don't do that. You'll lose your job. HR will be involved. You don't want that. Uh, but no, I hate people like that. Like, you know you don't like me, so just stay away from me. You know what I mean? Don't come over just because I got delicious treats. Fucker. This what? same
1: person, we had a secret Santa. I didn't sign up for it because I don't trust people to give me nice things, apart from you know, my close friends, people like you, David, because you guys know what I like. And this person got Mali as their secret Santa. And l- let me tell you some of the presents. One was uh, a 20 RMB note, which is about like $2. One day there was a packet of uh, Post-its, sticky notes. One day was a soiled coffee cup. The so th- this is the kind of person we're dealing with here.
0: What two dollars? Like just literally, just two. Like yeah. Th- yeah, what a what a. See, I hate. Look, I get the fact that I look. I don't like. I don't particularly like doing the Secret Santas because, um, I feel like, like I don't want to be the guy that just walks into a fucking convenience store and gets a gift card. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be that guy. But on the other hand, like, I don't want to get to know you. <laughs> right? I don't want to fucking know what not? Okay, We've got enough friends, haven't we? Right. No, no time for it. All right. Eric, real hero Eric has the greatest saying of all time. He's like, I have a few friends, and they fit very tightly into this small little box. I don't have time for anyone else. And I feel exactly the same way. Like, I just don't – I don't want to get the – I don't know. I don't want to know that you like fucking Olivia Newton-John. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. Um, so, but I also don't want to be the guy that gets the, 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 you know, that walks in and just gets the gift card. But that's, that's like, give me some effort. Give give something. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, I would just wrap, here's what I would do. I would just wrap all that shit back up and just put it back on that person's desk.
2: You know what I
1: mean?
0: Well, there, were, there was a very satisfying payoff to this
1: because, uh lunchtime, Mally was in the, the staff lounge and was ranting about this soil coffee cup because she was pretty upset about it. Like, at least if you're going to give someone a secondhand coffee cup, give it a good scrub to make sure it, it looks new before you hand it off to someone else. All right. And she was saying, I can't believe this person gave me a dirty coffee cup. And the person who gave it to her, this, this woman, was in the room. And I was sort of looking at her because she wasn't sort of joining in the criticism. She was going a bit red. And I was like... It was her, wasn't it? And I was just waiting to see if she said anything. And she did. She was like, "Look, I, I, I have to say it was me. I'm sorry for giving you a dirty coffee cup." And I just laughed. It was—it was very satisfying. Oh, how embarrassing!
0: Like, it is the same woman.
1: Yeah. Same woman who took one of my fucking marshmallow peeps, which I'm still annoyed about.
0: Yeah, you know what? We we got to get a little crusade going. We gotta we gotta we gotta teach this woman a lesson. She's she's got she's got to learn the art of gift giving. A dirty coffee cup? Is she insane?
1: I think she's just uh, very selfish and lazy.
0: I'm selfish and lazy and I would never do that. I'm the king of selfish and lazy. I wrote the fucking book on selfish and lazy. That's not selfish and lazy. That's being a fucking twat.
1: Yeah, and she was also getting nice presents from other people and just giving out shit to my, my poor wife. Yeah, fuck that. You know what?
0: I'm am going over there right now. I'm getting on a plane. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking teach. Should I like,
1: dox her? I like, <laughs> give her like her address and her full name and then yeah, sit my listeners ex- on her? You send some abuse to this person.
0: Yeah, give give out the full name, her address, the phone number on the show, and we'll we'll fucking take care of this, Joel. Disrespecting her like that. That's disrespectful. Is what that is. I don't like this. Ah, now I'm all riled up. All right, now 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 what do we? All got? right, let me
1: give you something nice which uh, this is something you heard about already. Uh, the Big Milkman on our Discord says, me and my significant other hit it off because we both followed this podcast on Spotify. True story. If we ever get married, can we invite you to, will you guys sing at our
0: wedding? So, uh, Damien, your, your thoughts on this? What are we singing at the wedding? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're singing Robbie Williams' Angels, right? Because we could fucking, we know we can nail that one. We got to get a couple pints in us though before we start start rocking that. Uh, yeah, I heard Oasis, that. Oasis, Stand By Me. Yes, yeah, stand... yes. Yeah, we were doing that. See, it all comes back now. You know, we were all pretty hammered at karaoke. We had a lot of good songs. We were doing a good time. Um, yeah, I saw that on our – on our. Uh, you, you actually sent me that message. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Like uh, they were te- – uh, you know, the, the story was shared how uh, – I think it was a, a, a Tinder thing. And then uh, they met at a uh, restaurant or bar or whatever, and they were kind of – uh, listening to a, a band, and they wound up playing. The band wound up playing like Edge's theme, and then they both realized they had a connection to pro wrestling. And then it was scroll through the phone uh, for a podcast, and we were there. And th- that was the one podcast that they both mutually listened to. So they're talking about what are our... the odds of that? Yes, it's remarkable,
1: isn't it? Yeah, and so they're talking. And that's about... good advice for any anyone else who's going on a date. First thing you do, opening gambit just say i listen to the super j cast yep. and it's a guaranteed win yep <laughs> 100 success rate so far
0: so far and then um so i was like well listen uh uh there was going to be date two right or you know get together two or whatever and i was like listen if you pull this fucking move off i will name a child after you i said um you know, if it gets a little, uh, you know, little, little flirty, a little touchy feely, a little, you know, whatever the case may be, I said, uh, just uh, you know, whisper, whisper in the ear, pants down, and just see what happens. And then and I don't get, forget we, all the great sex tips that you gave last week, right? Right. You know, the navigation, the 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 the, the, the mapping, and all that. Yeah. Um. So i I get a uh, I get a message back. And uh, it's it was uh, something along the lines of success pants down or something like that. And then I I te- texted back, you know, message back, trying to get a um, a uh, some feedback um, of of what happened. But uh, hopefully it was a successful time. So uh, I was just joking around, you know, like saying you know just you know just to see if if, if you know you're both true listeners, uh, and you would get the bit. And uh, apparently they, they they got the bit, So uh, I'm thrilled. I think this is, I, I just, I, you know, I don't give a shit when people talk about like, oh, they know they're New Japan Pro Wrestling. And like, I'm like, okay, great, whatever. I love it when people say we're entertaining, funny, and we've changed lives. <laughs> that's, my, that's my goals for the podcast. Not Pro Wrestling. It's that kind of stuff that really, uh, that uh, lights the fire under me. So uh, good job by both of them. We got a, uh, hopefully uh, things continue on and, and uh, sexy times occur. That's all I care about. Good times.
1: Okay, the last uh, off-topic thing I'm going to throw at you before we start is, um, uh, Rob says, what game did Damon end up playing? What are suggestions helpful? So you were asking for, uh, you, you tell us, what were the criteria for the
0: game well, that you wanted to play? Yeah, so I got a, I, I have um, <laughs> special instructions by trained professionals. <laughs> I haven't had a good month, guys. Um, It's been really rough. Uh, To kind of keep busy. I keep my mind busy. Um, And I feel like I already do (laughs) with a million things that I have. But here's the problem, too. Um, It's my slow season for sports. You know, hockey, the Flyers, they they didn't make the playoffs. Um, And I don't do a ton of Sixers. And basketball team, even though they were in the playoffs, they – we have, a, we have a guy who who is mostly basketball. I don't do a lot of basketball. Uh, and Phillies, baseball, um, you know, it's hit or miss. So Eagles and Flyers are really my bread and butter, and they're done. So it's kind of like, okay, I got a lot of free time in my hands. I can think about all the things that might go wrong in life. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so, I, again, video game was a suggestion. And I don't, again, I, I play video games, but I don't really play video games, right? I'm not really good at them. So, Titanfall Two was a game where I was like, "Ah, oh, this looks kind of cool." You got this fucking mech warrior robot thing, and you hop in it and you kill shit, and it seemed like a fun idea to me. So, I I played the whole game. I played the whole game yesterday, from from beginning to end. Played it um, on easy. Let's be truthful here on easy because I, I i i have five thumbs when it comes to like I don't, I don't remember i even have things like i don't even remember oh i have that gun that does that thing i don't even know how to get there but okay i have it and i don't i guess i can use it and like i don't know that stuff i just just fire shit um and apparently i have the most inept squad <laughs> you know what i mean like everything has had to fall on fall on me like i i felt like oh I got finally got this guy beat this whatever this fucking flying thing i finally got this thing beat and then they, and it's like another wave and it's just like wait i just fucking we're not done yet i gotta fucking do more what else do you want for me and it's like squadron get to the fucking thing you're our only hope why is it always on me I want to where are you? Maybe this sounds
1: horrible. This sounds like a really stressful
2: and it upsetting really, experience.
0: Yes, it was. It was not fun. It was fun beating the levels, but there, I was yes, I, I my fucking blood pressure was going. I could feel it in my neck. My hands hurt. I was just like, "How is?" And then I like there's this one level like you have to run and jump and like you're like wall running, right? Is the is the best way I could describe. It. So you like you have to hit, jump, and then run, and then jump to another thing, and run. And I'm like, like that, those levels, and like there's, there was, I guess they call what it, the bosses, like the big fucking tough ones you got to beat. There was one of those that I just could not fucking. I'm like, how? I, what do you want? And here's the thing too, like there's no guide, like there's no fucking, like you, they just drop you off in a level, and it's like, okay, figure it out. And it's like, I don't know where to go. Give me an arrow, a fucking direction. Somebody tell me where to go. And I'm just, you know, I just. I don't know where to go. So then here's the thing about it. I had to go online and, like, look through. I like, I did, like, walk through. And there was this fucking jabron who was, you know, doing the whole thing, recording it. And, like, he gets through it in, like, two seconds. And I'm, just, I'm like, all right. But, like, I, there's, like, a little hole. I've never found this little fucking hole or even known to go in this thing to get to this next thing. I'm like, how do you people do it? Like, I mean, I'm, that's my question. How the fuck do you people do that? When I say you people, people will play video games. Like, like doesn't that frustrate the shit out of you? Like, I see you all the time when sh- this game, and you're like, "Oh, I got to get through this monkey thing, and I got to kill this guy." And I'm like, I, I don't know if I have the patience for this. I just want to. Here's what I want to do. I just want to drive around. Like, here's what I like. I like Grand Theft Auto, and I'm, I don't. But I don't like playing any of the missions. I just like driving around, getting on a motorcycle, seeing how far I can fucking jump, see if I can jump over shit. Shoot a couple people, run them over, that kind of shit. <laughs> it I,
1: started off so wholesome, like just driving around, jumping around, to... shoot a couple of innocent civilians.
0: <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing: I, I kid you not, I spent one day playing Grand Theft Auto, just like driving regularly, <laughs> like seeing how, how legitimate i could drive like so i would stop at the red lights and i would parallel park. yeah that's fun that is yeah. fun that's like,
1: a fun self-imposed
0: challenge yeah like just to fucking yeah i do that obey the law yes obey the law yes yeah. i want a game where you obey the law that's what i want i want a game where you do laundry <laughs> old clothes shit ah uh, but yeah so that was i played titanfall 2 um, but I have a lot of sports games, like I, like hockey and 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 all that. But I played that, and then I I I have Spider Man. I haven't even put what, it. In what the, console
1: are you playing this on? PC put, or have you got a games console?
0: I have. Well, I have a laptop that was originally for Steam games, but I felt... I was just like, I just I don't know. I just didn't do anything for me. I tried, but then I had a I bought a PS4 uh, because it was on sale during Christmas, and uh, I was like, eh, why not? You know what the fuck. Um, I have Spider-Man. I haven't even opened it. I haven't even taken it out of the shrink wrap yet.
1: I've heard really good things about it.
0: Yeah, I heard it's pretty like, you know, it's like in New York. I just want to go like crawl and like shoot my web at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> There's Madison Square Garden in there, right? You can go to Madison Square Garden. I want to go there and just shoot a web. Web. All right. Nobody gives a fuck about me. Um, they care about New Japan Pro Wrestling, Joel. I don't know. Do they? I think they do. That's why they're here, right? Not for this nonsense. Well maybe they are. But who cares? <laughs> I don't Mr. know, you Camper. tell us. I think I when we start think. talking about New Japan, maybe there's a lot of listeners who are
1: like, right, that's enough and right. you know, just stop listening and <laughs> we want to do something else. Mm.
0: I think you're right. But you lead the you you lead the way. So that's what I did. Titanfall two. Um frustrating. I did but I did the whole thing. I, I completed everything and I got the credits and everything and I don't know. I just wanted to get to the end. It took me all day though. Did-
1: did you feel a sense of accomplishment at the Mm-mm. end? Was it, was it all worth it? Was it Mm-mm. worth
0: all the, the stress
1: and mm. anxiety?
0: Mm. Uh, you know, what? I, I, a little bit. A little bit.
1: Because that's why I play FromSoft games like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro. Because uh, I kind of like the feeling of banging my head against the boss for a few hours. But then finally everything clicks. I hit that sweet spot. And then I beat it. And my heart's pounding. My hands are shaking. And I feel a good sense of satisfaction after that but i know that's not
0: for everyone
2: mm.
0: i mean i guess i guess i guess i, I, mean, I there had to be right because i i think with, when the credits were rolling and the music was going it was pretty i will say this and i know i sound like like grandpa damon here but um it is amazing what the fuck they can do in a video game like it's a video game and i'm and my heart's racing and i'm getting fucking I'm, i i got into it you know what i mean like that's that to me that's pretty amazing what they could do this is not fucking donkey kong right i mean you're, you this is like like i don't think you, this is the closest thing i think people can get to getting into a movie in real life right like to be immersed in a movie you you are in a movie in in essence with the cutscenes and all that shit and the music it's fucking well know. i know welcome to 2019 damon i get it all right, all right very good no i hear you definitely
1: it's a, an immersive experience for me which is I, I think superior to watching a film because it's interactive and you can approach it in different ways and you get, you know often i find myself lying in bed sort of thinking about the just the areas the world building and oh that was a, a nice uh sort of cavern mountainous region that i was swinging through
0: today and reflecting on that and Oh, and, and, it's not just you. And at the same time, Mally's saying, boy, he lost his erection again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, darling. It's that guardian ape. It's just it's all giving my me body. such trouble earlier. It keeps popping in there.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 how, how do we go on from there? Um, all right, look, I like the video games. It's fun. I don't know what my next one, maybe it's Spider-Man. Maybe that's, that'll be the next one. Who knows? Maybe it's uh, Parappa the Rapper. Who knows?
1: Um, All right, well, you you peruse that Twitter thread um, at your leisure, and I'm sure... What was the suggestion? Did they give me any
0: suggestions?
1: (laughs) There's quite a lot of suggestions. Really? Um, Yeah, Rob says, Frogger. Stuart says, Binding of Isaac, super easy to understand, incredibly difficult to master. Don't think that that will be up your street. Uh, Jack D says, Katamari forever is wonderful. Uh, Connell says, Rayman Legends is good fun. uh, Easy to play, fun to master. Uh, Jarrett says Red Dead Redemption 2, if you like Cowboys and that kind of stuff. Uh, Tejas says snakes and ladders. Uh, KSJ49 says whacking it is a fun game. Arnad yeah. says soft hands the game. Damon would rule this
0: game. I sure would.
1: <laughs> Brandon says just whack it to Rocket, Rocket League. <laughs> uh, yeah, a few people have said Rocket League, um, but they said it's not easy. Thomas says hunky boy simulator. Mm. Burning Hammer says uh, he plays Kitty Squad with his girlfriends.
0: Kitty Squad? Uh,
1: sounds- Kitty Squad, yeah, I've never heard of that before. Um, Tom also recommends Red Dead but with the uh, auto-targeting switched on because that makes it easier. Murdoch says XCOM 2. Um, so, yeah, there's a load of... I, I mean, I won't read them all but there's a lot of good suggestions here. So, um, oh, cool. oh, Lord Taichi's Number One Disciple says Shenmue. Obviously, the, the best game ever. And now you might actually like that. Really? I might recommend Shenmue to you. Yeah, you can just sort of walk around this little Japanese town, go to the arcades, go to the shops, buy some crisps. Yeah. Sort of walk around... Just enjoy yourself. you don't have to do the sort of story narrative of avenging your father's death you can just sort of potter around the the streets and i want to buy chips have a nice
0: relaxing time yeah i would do that all right maybe i'd do that is it on ps4 you can get it on it it? is yeah all right i I, I might do that then all right all right very good all right 22 minutes of nonsense we've uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) back back to our bread and butter that's how we started isn't it yep um, okay, so let's uh, just one bit of New Japan news before we get on to Sengoku, Lord, because it's been a slow news week. Uh, there has been a Sydney day added to Southern Showdown due to overwhelming fan demands. The UNSW Roundhouse in Sydney will see all the action of NJPW on Sunday 30th of June. Tickets on sale 26th of August. Uh, Liam from our Discord, who lives in Sydney, says it's a very big university bar which holds 2200 gigs so uh, first of all you can see that the Australian fans are very hungry for more New Japan action and secondly imagine being a student as a fan of New Japan and New Japan doing a show in your student union bar how amazing would that be?
0: Oh fuck yeah lucky pricks yeah I mean that's that's just an untapped market I think right I mean the the Australian friends that we have down there, and they go to uh, Tokyo. It is a long flight. It's surprisingly a long flight. I, I, for whatever reason, the way a globe and a map is laid out, you would think it would be like uh you know, six hours. It's not. It's just as long as we have. Um, we being me. Uh, yeah, it's an untapped market. It really is. They got a. They got. They should be doing more shows down there. They shouldn't just be doing one tour. I guess it's the logistics of getting down there, really. But yeah, adding another show. You got to think that they had that already in their back pocket, though. It's not like they just were like, oh, the the ticket demand was so high that we, you know, they kind of had that in their back pocket. But Sydney and uh, Melbourne, right? Nice. Now, what I've been watching a lot of, not to to derail the show again, uh, so I have this thing where I can get a bunch of different channels from all over the world. Streaming, the legality is questionable. (laughs) Um, I've been watching a lot of Australian rules football. You ever watch the Australian rules football, Joel? No. Tell me about it. It's like rugby but better. Like a little bit more – like a cross between American football and rugby, I would say. And at first, you're watching it, and you're like, "There are no rules; it's chaos; it's it's literally the bunkhouse stampede on a field, right?" Um, but then you watch, and there's there are rules, and there are there is subtleties, and you know there are there is things going on that that pertain to the play. It's good; it's fun. And and it and and these guys. Here's the thing. Here's the here's what what is the, the key takeaways for the Australian real football. Every guy is amazingly good looking, like every guy. Every guy is built and in shape. And have tattoos and you know nice modern haircuts and shit, and they're killing each other. They're just beating the piss out of each other, um, and it just looks like uh, a good time, like like that over cricket any fucking day of the week, any fucking day of the week uh, for Australia. So good, okay, good going on Australia. You're getting you getting three shows, one in Melbourne, which is about what two hours flight away from Sydney. So kind of close. Right, good for you guys. You deserve it. You guys deserve it.
1: Alright, so sticking with uh, hunky boys beating the crap out of each other, let's talk about the Sengoku Lord Show in Nagoya, which was uh, last, well, just this Saturday past. And the attendance there was 4,731 to the Aichi Prefectural Gym. So they have run this venue a few times before. Over the last two years, it's been three shows per year one in the New Japan Cup, one in the G1, and one during World Tag League. And this attendance has only been beaten for the G1 Climax shows. So they were in this venue for the New Japan Cup uh, several weeks ago. So it was night two of the New Japan Cup. And this Sengoku Lord show outdrew the New Japan Cup by 600. So uh, still uh, high demand for New Japan in Nagoya. So I know something we talked about before, about that kind of brand equity. The brand's very hot at the moment, isn't it?
0: It sure is. And and, uh, a couple of people that we know were in attendance at that show, Joel uh speaking of uh the great real hero eric was uh at that show he is in japan uh again uh, enjoying life he's at that show with fumi that's uh that's uh our good friend fumiaki uh his hometown and when they announced the shows at the dome you know how they do the roll call of, of the shows he he lost his shit apparently i wasn't sitting with him but uh, the word I got is that he lost his mind because uh, they were coming for the show in his hometown. Um, beautiful, look beautiful. I, I've seen pictures. Looks beautiful. The crowd. Um, I've gotten feedback on the crowd, Joel. Um, some of it, I don't they, you know, some of it was good. Some of it was uh, they're a little lukewarm. You know, sometimes it take a little bit to get going when they when they're not when they don't have people that they connect with. Um, you know, your usual people that. That, you know, people are connecting with your LIJs and all that. Um, it's a little tough for them to get going. I think you kind of saw that a little bit in the Juice Fale match, but then uh, on the other hand, people were were pumped up for Abushi and Zach, and again, always Lij. So good for them. Listen, the, the the crowds. I'm not worried about crowds. This is again that brand is is I wouldn't say red hot, but it's hot. You know, and it's they're doing business better than they have in years. So. I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. I really don't. Um, I think the people that have left and gone on to other uh, worlds and other pastures, I don't know if they necessarily had that big of an impact on crowds and drawing. And, and I think they have enough people and they do a good enough job building stars to, to um, offset anything that was lost by the people that they lose. So good on them. They're doing
1: well. So the opening match was Ren Narita and Shota Umino defeating Yuya Uemura and Yota Tsuji in seven minutes after Ren Narita pins Yuya Uemura with his bridging front suplex. I thought this was a great opener and that bridging suplex, chef's kiss, fingers, it's a piece of art, I love it. Tsuji, he's a very big lad, isn't he? He said he wants to be in the opening match at next year's Tokyo Dome show in the the backstage comments. And I think it's really great that he's building himself a little narrative there. It gets me invested in him emotionally, even if it's unlikely to come true. I think these young lions, anything that they can do to sort of make themselves stand out or have something unique about them is to be celebrated. So a good opening match here.
0: Yeah. And that's sometimes hard to do, right? Um, Finding, finding ways not to stand out yet in the same breath, finding little tiny ways to kind of stand out. Right, um, they were trading wins back and forth. Right, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Leading up to these shows, there were there was some uh, uh, the, the, the infamous Yeah, I think
1: the record is one one and twenty four. Right, right.
0: So they got a win each, uh, a, a
1: one win, one loss, and twenty four draws.
0: Do you think that was a little anticlimactic? Do you think they could have found a a a a, a brighter spotlight for them to kind of start trading wins? Or do you think that was appropriately done given the the context of where they are as young lions?
1: Um, so what would your alternative suggestion be? What kind of show would you have the, the fi- finally one of them getting the win over the other? Are you, are you thinking like a show like this, like Sengoku Lord or a Dontaku, something like that?
0: Maybe a Dontaku, right? I don't know. I just kind of think it was... It was something that I think people were invested in. And I think it was something that people were wanting a resolution to and i don't think that they necessarily had to to swap wins right um i don't know i just, i i felt a little bit let down a little bit let down being of what they've built with 24 previous ties right, draws it was kind of like okay like like something like that is is easily hand-wavable in the, in the fact that they could have in those 24 matches, they could have easily flip-flopped wins, right, and, you know, and had draws. But they specifically said, okay, we're going to go 24 times with a draw, and now somebody's going to get a win, but then they're going to get it right back. I don't know. I felt a little bit let down. I thought I felt that we had a build. We had something that people were invested in in the Young Lions, and I think in a little bit of a brighter. I'm not saying you do it at the fucking Dome. I'm not saying you do it, you know, but maybe I had done Taku. Maybe it's just a little bit more of a brighter spotlight than some kind of throwaway show, Road 2 show. Am I off on that? I don't know. I, th- I, well, just... I,
1: I hear you. Maybe the intention is they want people to tune into these Road 2 shows. Like, oh, hey, 2G finally picked up a win here. You should check out this match and watch this show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just think that y- you invested a lot in that, and the fans invested a lot in that. Um I think a, a little bit more of a payoff would have been great. Um but maybe I'm just splitting hairs. Yeah. yeah. Scampy agrees with you for what it's worth. Thank you. Thank you, Scampy. I appreciate that. Always always hopping in when the hot takes.
1: And the second match was a very fun 10-man tag match where Suzuki and team Takamichi Noku, El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Minoru Suzuki, and Taichi beat the team of Jushin the Liger, Toe Hanare, Tomaki Honma, Yuji Nagata, and Satoshi Kojima. Taichi getting the win over Hanare, falling where well, it says on the website, Seite Jujiro," which was the uh, stretch plum, but before he was calling it the Holy Emperor's Crucifix Tomb. So I don't know if that's what... That is a Japanese translation of that, or if he's changed the name, but uh, Taichi picking up the win here. Again, very fun, like you talked about before, that sweet spot on the card, the second match in, always a lot of fun. And uh, Voices of Wrestling tweeted out, actually, that um, I think these, they think these 10-man tag matches are, or the multi-man tag matches in general, are underappreciated, because they're always really good, high-paced, entertaining, well laid out, and people hand wave them because they happen so often but let's give them a bit of credit here because i really enjoyed this one uh, Chi felt like the biggest star in this match and i know this is not just me uh saying that as a taichi fan this is not something that the taichi fans have all conspired as backstage to say okay so we, we're gonna say he's sound like the biggest star in this match like that genuinely he came across as that in, in the match he was getting really loud reactions from the fans seems like they are heating him up for his big match against jeff cobb or uh, jeff piglet as he's Calling him. Great translation and uh, context from Tom Partridge, who was joining the commentary table there. Did he? And the, you wouldn't know. I never heard him. <laughs>
0: right? there I, I noticed. Uh, Tom, did you? If okay. you're listening,
1: I, I thought the little nuggets of wisdom he was chiming in with were very illuminating. So much so that got them down in my notes here. Uh, did he really? oh, Yeah. Okay. All I right.
2: thought
1: it was great. Um, he, it's also seen this match was building something going on between Suzuki and Liger. We nearly saw Liger's face. His mask nearly came off completely. Mm -hmm. So just a few questions here. Lee says, who faces Liger at the Dome? And Oscar Rooney says, Suzuki versus Liger. Is it happening? So could we be getting a singles match between Suzuki and Liger? Or is this just building up the multi-man that's going to be happening next week?
0: Hmm. You know what? I never really even realized I wanted a Liger-Suzuki match at the Tokyo Dome. Now I kind of fucking want it. <laughs> I kind of do. I was a little disappointed in the um, in the tag match where um, they d- he didn't just do a spinning heel kick, and you know, you, you, obviously you are well aware of the uh, Liger Suzuki shoot match, right? And
1: yeah, it's in pancreas, wasn't it? Or pancreas? Yeah, is pancreas, pancreas
0: Joel, <laughs> pronounce it right. <laughs> pancreas. It's in spleen. My favorite pro wrestling promotion. Um, he, yeah. So, uh, you know, he tried to do the, the was it the capo kick they called it? Uh, rolling kick, spinning kick, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And he whiffed, and that was the beginning of the end. And I got to give Liger credit for even getting in there. He was a he was a late replacement, if I'm not mistaken, in that match. And uh, he took that match. You know, you're a pro wrestler, and you're going to get in there and, you know, whatever, work shoot or whatever. We don't call it, but uh, anywho, yeah, I mean, uh, never knew I wanted it. Kind of want it now, right? Uh, that I would have no problem with that. So who would be the final opponent? You would think it would be a junior, but I don't think it necessarily has to be. And here's another thing here, kids. Don't go into this thinking you're going to get Liger getting this gigantic win, right? At the, they love to have guys on their way out take take the pinfall. They really do. Um, but I will say this. I did have a dream this week. I had a dream um, where it was me, you, uh, my friend from my best friend. He would not be at the Tokyo Dome. He does not enjoy the programs But he was there. Um, and Liger took off his mask and put it in the ring a la The Undertaker. Like believing his hat in the ring, and that's how he left the ring. He left the ring without his mask. Maybe I'm foreshadowing. Maybe I see the future. Maybe Yeah,
1: he... isolate that audio and in however many months' time, if that is what happened, then you know Damon's got psychic powers. Yes.
0: Let me ask you this. Let me ask you a couple of liar questions, because I have I've, I've as you've been thinking about um whatever you're thinking about with video games, I I've, I've been thinking a lot about one Jushin Thunder Liger, T uh, or JT, JT, Jushin Thunder. Um, Do you, do you want or would you be upset with the idea of kind of like Tiger Mask where they carry down the Liger tradition and the gimmick? to another person would you be would you want that number one
1: it's funny you should mention that. i was literally just thinking about that today really maybe i'm, I'm thinking, maybe i'm clairvoyant with you maybe i'm <laughs> we've got telepathic powers
0: yes maybe i'll
1: help you with your what, erections. what am i thinking now <laughs> what am i thinking of
0: erections ah <laughs> oh, no it was crisps ah same thing that was that was a slam dunk. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> really. Why did I miss that one? Um, all right. So then, uh, go ahead. Let's let's hear your your thoughts. Would you Would you want this gimmick to continue? I thought
1: one, it could be a great boost to start off the career of, let's say, a, a talented wrestler who's come back from excursion. But then I thought it might end up being more of a burden because people would be constantly comparing them to Leica, which it would be deeply unfair because I don't think anyone's ever going to live up to Jushin Thunder Liger so uh, and it was so iconic and it's you think of Jushin Thunder Liger you think of Keichi Yamada am I right say, am I right? Is that I,
0: I mispronounce I, I, I pronounce Keichi. Keichi?
1: Okay. Um Maybe. so yeah uh, my conclusion in this argument I had with my own brain was that uh, no don't give the mask and the persona to anyone else
0: imagine the career bump though imagine i mean at least in the beginning right that whoever hat carries that mantle that's a huge uh, all right let's let's just let's just pretend that they do let's just pretend that they have an idea and they're going to do, going to do this do you think kwato's a guy that would uh fit into that mold
1: yeah he was the one that was springing to mind i think He's he'd so- be better as a tiger mask yeah
0: i think a liger yeah mask.
1: i just i just think being the second Liger would be too much. The expectations would be too much. People would might may even turn on the person who's been foisted with that. And it was such a weird gimmick to start with and Yamada did so well to turn it around and make it his own and almost disrespectful in a way for someone else to be taking it. Something that really is synonymous with the man and the mask. Okay.
0: Now, again, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, for career longevity and what he meant for the company and what Liger, you know, has accomplished, just, it's hard to do, but let's just put that aside. Let's, let's go into the time travel machine and let's go back to the 80s and Sayama. Uh, and Tiger Mask, and, and how electrically white-hot and revolutionary and, and game-changing Sayama was in that Tiger Mask role. Now, again, he left the company under uh, not the best terms. Right? There was a lot of uh, infighting, political uh, infighting, and directions, and all that stuff. So, again, the breakup was a little bit rough all Japan buys the gimmick takes takes that tiger mask gimmick puts it on misawa who went on to become arguably one of the greatest pro wrestlers of modern times especially japanese pro wrestling and, and you know look at what that mask did right to help him get to who he was now again you could argue that Yeah, maybe that gimmick did hold him down. Maybe that gimmick was um, something that kind of he could never live up to being Sayama. That being said, it did put him in a prominent role in that promotion to have the ability to have that moment where he took the mask, ripped it off, threw it in the crowd. And now we have, you know, the all Japan boom period of the early 90s where, you know, they're selling out Budokan Hall. You know, consecutive—I forget what number it is, but it was a you know over double digits consecutive sellouts, years of sellouts. Could we have something like that? Do we have an opportunity to have something like that with Jushin Liger Joel? Possibly, yeah. I think there's definitely a lot of merit in that suggestion. I mean i'm selling it i mean I'm, I'm giving you the rosy picture mind you um but i i just i i guess it really comes down to is would new japan like is there more value in doing it or not doing it in your eyes is there more value in doing it or not doing it um i would say not doing it
1: at this point okay i think uh if I were let's say just for sake of argument Kawato I would want the opportunity to become a star in my own right without having to piggyback off of someone else's gimmick.
0: Okay. That's fair. And I and I think I as if I were a pro wrestler I, I kind of would want that too. It's a lot of pressure. I just think that that's a really interesting way to go. Right. That is a I mean that, that is a that is something that can be hand delivered on a silver fucking platter that they have right in front of him to build a really compelling storyline for one person that they want to hitch their wagon to. I don't know. Food for thought. I'd be interested to hear what people think.
1: Okay, so the third match was a six man tag match with Dragon Lee, Toriyano and Togi Makabe. Beating Taiji Ishimori, Tangaloa and Tamatonga, with Yano pinning Tangaloa in eight minutes after a schoolboy. I thought the Lee versus Ishimori stuff obviously was really good. That was the standout stuff. Uh, but I mean for me, pants are not down for the most violent players against Guerrillas of Destiny because you've either got to give me the comedy or you've got to give me the swearing, or both, because the wrestling ain't gonna cut it, I think. So I I mean I did get bored at points in this match and started counting all the packs, the abs between Ishimori and Lee. Uh, I did like Tamatonga carrying the ROH titles in a sack, but uh, I'm not particularly excited uh, for the upcoming tag title match between Yano Makabe and Tangelo Tamatonga.
0: No. Mm. And here's the thing. You're you know looking at abs and on your phone and doing anything to pass those eight minutes. Not 20, not 15 not 10 eight. 8 8 felt like an hour didn't it didn't it not good you don't want that Ah, uh, joe not to, not to interrupt so again my office where we do the show i'm looking right across and remember the story i had where the young lady uh who lives across from me who i'm, I'm, I'm going to say it right now she's really cute um she has the little baby out that she dropped. Remember that story? Yeah. Well, I have good news. She dropped the baby again. No, 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 no. The baby is fine. A uh, little toddler. She probably looks about one or two. She's walking, so maybe two, in the Easter dress. It's Easter Sunday here in the States uh, and around the world for those who, that celebrate. Uh, she's, she's got the little Easter dress on. She's outside taking pictures. Then it's adorable. Look at the little kid. Aww. All right. Let's get back to talking about Toriano. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it, it was a struggle to get through, right? And and I and I I could count on one hand the people that are excited for Yano and Maccabeo against G.O.D. Here's a I, I think outside the ring G.O.D are tremendous. <laughs> That's the shame. Outside the ring, they they hit all the right marks, don't they? They hit. They they do everything well. They 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 generate excitement and they make, as I said last week, chicken salad out of chicken shit. They uh, they're fun. They're funny. Ugh. just in the ring. It's just like so much of a struggle. And 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 Makabe and Yano are going to do them no favors. And you're right. Either you're going to just go all in on the comedy, uh, and the goofiness. Because the, the, the wrestling ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to compel us, that's for sure.
1: Fourth match was Mikey Nichols defeating Chase Owens in eight minutes after a Mikey bomb. So I was going into this match hoping that we'd see more from Mikey Nichols. Like, what is he about? We've seen the two matches from the New Japan Cup, but not tremendously impressed by what we saw so far. And here, this one was a bit strange because he worked from the bottom because Jado interfered before the match and hit him with a kendo stick and Mikey was doing the baby face and peril stuff. So we didn't see too much from him and what he's about in a match. He just had little bursts, little comeback spots. I thought Chase was good as always. Crowd, not really into it. Bit quiet. But yeah. it's good to see more singles matches for Chase. So we have a few questions about this. KSJ49 says, Mikey Nichols just another guy. So uh question mark. So Damon, what is your Verdict on Mikey Nichols so far because to me he just he looks like nothing special. I've said it before; he's he seems like a, a tag team wrestler who is just waiting for his partner to show up.
0: Yeah, which which kind of is 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 a shame. Well, uh, here I'll answer the question. No, it's Shane. Ah, I get it. <laughs> um, uh, I I don't know because he he hasn't really had, oppor- like he's had opportunities for a guy who makes his re-debut, if that's a word, he certainly has had quite a few singles matches considering the time that he's been back in New Japan. But in those singles matches, he it, you know, it's quick to point a finger at him and say, "Okay, you know, you're not making it happen." I don't know if he's been giving the opportunities to in these singles matches. Just like you said, like he, he really wasn't given much. There really wasn't many opportunities to, as they would say on the Rick and Morty, show me what you got. Really wasn't a lot of that. It wasn't a not, nice not show. And I, I, I think the jury, I think there's definitely more left, you know, on the table. I would think, I would hope. I mean, from what I've what I remember him in in Noah, yeah, okay, it's a tag situation, but I I just think there's more left on the table. I don't know why they, uh, Do they not trust him? Do they not think he can? Handle? I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, to I be fair, know.
1: they they gave him an extended singles match against Kazuchika Okada, so yeah, that was a pretty big opportunity to show what you're made of. That's a good point. I mean, how many say he's had a, what? Hasn't he had three singles matches? Three. So yeah. I think well, the first one was Hikoleo. Am I right? right? Hikoleo, Okada, and now Chase Owens. Yeah, the Okada match.
0: But well, I mean, the Okada match was his best of 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 the lot. That's for sure, right? I don't think there's any argument there, right?
1: Yeah. To, I mean, to me, he's a good wrestler, but he's not. He's 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 not good enough as a singles wrestler in New Japan. My bar is higher for singles wrestlers in this company. And just when he's going through the sequences of reversals and counters and stuff, it's just, it's lacking that speed and crispness
0: that I've come to expect from New Japan. Fair. I think it's a fair criticism. I think it's a fair criticism. I mean, you know, who, in that time span, there ain't many people, you know, in that position. I mean, aside from top, top level guys, are getting three singles matches the new japan cup helps skew those but yeah i i don't know i i really feel like that there's more there and and i'm good. i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and i don't know why but i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt saying he's just not given the opportunities in the in the in the way matches are being laid out to shine but you know as i say that you know you had a match with fucking Okada. <laughs> you know what i mean like and you could have a good match with Chase. It's not like Chase is, you know, Nakanishi. Chase can go. I think he's proven that. I don't. Maybe it is him. Maybe I just talked myself out of it and said, you know what? Fuck it. It is him. Hmm. It ain't working so far for me. I, I'll tell you that. I'll, I'll go so far as to say, right now, it's not working. It's not working whatever's happened. So we, we got to change that up real quick. Or he's going to be Yoshihashi-level chaos.
1: I just hope that they can get in Shane Haste or Shane Thorne or whatever you're calling him sooner rather than later, because I think TMDK would be a very, very welcome addition to the New Japan heavyweight tag division, which, as we just talked about in the previous match, uh, is not particularly exciting at the moment. It looks quite stale. So if they can get uh, the Mighty Don't Kneel, then I think that'll be wonderful. But I don't know what the contract situation is, because... Uh, As far as I understand, Shane Haste is still under contract to WWE.
0: Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that's correct. But uh, but here's the thing. What this singles run is doing is not doing that tag team any favors. Like, you you think if they reunite, everyone's just going to be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, that's not, like, you're. he's not being buried, mind you, but he's not doing himself any favors in helping this tag team you know hit the ground running right they're going to be I lo- tell you what the, the the acid test is going to be
1: presumably he will get a us title shot against juice robinson i believe that this is where this is heading so i will reserve judgment until the end of that juice singles match because if you can't have uh, a compelling exciting singles match with juice robinson then i'd say there's a big problem okay he didn't have a, did he have a compelling singles match against okada i didn't find it compelling because I, there was no he, he, no emotional connection between right. me and Mikey Nichols, because and, it was only the second time I was watching him in New Japan,
0: and there was no way he was losing, or you know Okada yeah. was losing, right? So yeah, right. all right, fair yeah. enough. All right, listen, jury's still out, I guess. Jury's still out. I'm I'm on the fence, but I'm leaning toward it ain't happening. Next
1: question, then at Death Roll BJJ says your feelings on Chase taking a loss. I feel like he's uh, really progressed the last year. And with him losing, I'm not seeing him making the G1. I'd pick him over Nichols personally. So what are your thoughts on Chase taking it out? No,
0: know, I'm not... I'm not I, I mean,
1: what do you got to do with Chase? Honestly. I it's- think it's good for Chase the fact that he's been given quite a few singles matches this year is an elevation in and of itself. I yes. don't think the loss hurts him. I don't need him to be picking up a load of wins. I just the, the fact that they're giving him these matches and using him, he's like the sort of veteran hands to help get younger guys I don't know if they're younger actually. I don't know how Chase how old Chase Owens is, but to help establish guys like Juice Robinson and Mikey Nichols, I think is a,
0: a credit to Chase. Yeah, people like there's gotta be mid Carters because if there's not if there if there isn't mid carters, then there's no stars. Right there's there's a reason. I don't. I, you're not going to give Chase the Intercontinental title, right? Chase has a role. It's okay that he he loses. You know, He's 29. Chase 29. Okay. Yeah. Pretty banged up 29 year old. <laughs> looks older than that. Um. Look, you don't. Not everybody's going to be a champion, and that's okay. This is not a. I, I did see stuff online. You, are you familiar with the, um, the... First of all... Okay, sorry. He is actually
1: younger than Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson's 30 and Mikey Nichols is 33. So the angle I approached that is totally wrong because he's younger than both those guys. Yeah. So there
0: yeah. you go. I would have guessed that. I would have been all off on, on those numbers. Right? I really would have. Um. All right. So where were I? Okay, Chase taking the fall. Uh, no big deal. Um, G1? G1 he'll be in. Really? He- Chase Owens in the G1? You don't think he's going to be?
1: I don't know. I mean, there's quite a lot of people knocking on that door. If we're saying that from last year's lineup of 20, we are taking out Kenny Omega mm-hmm. and Hangman Page. Okay. If you're giving me two more people to put in, Taichi's one of them, Osprey's going to be the other. And then if there's another s- slot going... Um, Jeff Cobb, I think, would be ahead of him. I, I don't know. I th- David yeah. Finley. Nah. Quite a few people. You, you put Finley above Chase? It's hard to say with Finley because he that injury was very untimely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you figure he's got a little bit of rehab and ring rust and all that. So I would put Chase over Finley. Yeah. But the names that you did mention, I would put above Chase. There's no, there's just, there's no spot. All right, let's do the bottom feeder G one real quick. And, and I know we're trying to get through the show, but I'm and I'm derailing it big time. But that's where my mind is right now. Um, in or out, Joel Finley, G one. In or out, out. Tai Chi. In or out, in. Jeff Cobb. In or out, in. Chase Owens. In or out. Out. <sighs> hmm. I What
1: just- well, I want, Damon. I. I. I know it's not going to happen because they've got tenure. But if it was up to me, Farley would be out of the G one, and Yoshihashi would be out of the G one, and that gives you say- four slots, and you can put in Hinari? any of those guys that we've just mentioned. What about No. Hanari? No. no. No, I, and it's not anything about his wrestling, but he just—he's not established enough to warrant a spot in the G one yet. Hikaleo? No, okay.
0: definitely not. All right. Hey, listen, big guy. Hey, <laughs> right. I mean, do you think they expand it? Do you think they expand the entrances? The empty- I wouldn't. Uh, to me, not that would be either. a
1: mistake. It, it would be like what FIFA are doing, expanding. The World Cup and UAE for expanding the European Championships. I, I feel twenty is a perfect number, and to me, I like having it. Those are the twenty top Best. guys in the company, and if you expand it, then you're diluting it. I agree, one hundred percent. And I hope that they listen. New Japan Cup, I'm totally
0: fine with that being expanded, but G1 is sacrosanct to me. I agree. I'm, I'm full, right. You're diluting G1 if you're opening up to, and again, no offense. But it is what it is if you're opening up to David Finley, Henares. And they'll get there. They'll get there one year, just not this year. You gotta earn your way in there. You gotta earn your way in there. I haven't been there. Good. Okay, we're on the same page with that. Okay, let's get back to the show. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, fifth match was tag match with Hiroki Goto and Ryusuke Taguchi defeating Hikuleo and Jay White. Goto pinning Hikuleo in ten minutes after the GTR. So I noticed here Jay White is growing out the depression beard, which is very important. Uh, people I'm are wearing still one. booing him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe That's... you and Jay should uh, get in touch with each other. You can uh, yeah, yeah, start a secrets. therapy group together. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I noticed the crowd is still very hot for Jay White. People are still booing him. That's a good sign. So even without the belt, people are still investing in him. Very strong heel and babyface dynamic here between him and Goto. Some really nice sequences of cytosuplexes being traded and ushigoroshi has been countered um you mentioned Hikolo before this guy's a hunk bona fide hunk like, what a gorgeous man just I was staring at his face thinking oh he's, he's a handsome boy really? and I thought he did quite well in this match he covered well for a Taguchi botch where Taguchi kind of slipped when he was doing a uh I think it was a hip attack and then Hikolo just moved out of the way and totally evaded it and then picked him up and slammed him I think which was a. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a veteran move. So I wasn't expecting that from young Hikuleo. Um, so I was just thinking about this J.Y. Goto match coming up, which uh, I think that's the, let me check this. I think it's the Wrestling Hinokuni Show, which will be Monday week. Apparently tickets not doing so well for that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to open it up to check what the card is. Yeah, so they're headlining that. It's Gotto against Jay White headlining. So I'm not blaming Jay White for that because I think Gotto is stone cold at the moment. I don't think he's drawing many tickets. But um, yeah, I was just wondering what your thoughts on that would be.
0: I think that it'll, if it is a weak lead up in ticket sales, I think uh, day of, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll wind up being okay. That'll be my prediction. Because again, we open this show with "Hey, everything's fine. Brand's good. They can make stars." <laughs> so I, I want to be consistent and say that, yeah, okay, walk up will take care of of that. Um, so it's not it's, so it's not sold out right now. And um, you're saying that there's a little bit it's in jeopardy um, of a sale. of of a sell. Are we close? Do we have any idea of numbers so far?
1: Uh, let me investigate that. I'm going to go on the ticket link as we speak to find okay. out.
0: All right. So as Joel does that, I will uh, I will say this. Look, I am usually not excited for a Hiroki Goto main event in any shape or form when it comes to uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And and I always go into it in that fashion of, ugh, Hiroki okay Godo. Is anybody excited for this yet? And I say we say this every fucking time. So here, you know, broken clocks right two times a day. Is that the saying I'm looking for? Uh, I bet you it'll be great. I bet you it'll be great because he uh, he can deliver in a main event spot. I can't imagine though. Uh, that it does not go as it has gone in the past three years of Hiroki Goto being the gatekeeper to the stars. And Hiroki Goto elevating Jay White, getting him another win. I can't imagine Jay White taking a pinfall in this match. So uh, rest assured, people, that uh, Jay White is victorious. Hiroki Goto remains Chief Jay Goto, um, the baby face gatekeeper to help elevate uh, and continue to elevate, I don't know how much higher you can fucking get with Jay White, but continue to elevate Jay White into the stratosphere of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, for all the doubters who uh, are there, and there are pl- still plenty of them, still plenty of people uh, you know, disputing the fact that Jay White is a top guy. Make no mistake about it. Jay White will be beating a top guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling once again.
1: All right well I just checked the ticket page I've asked on the discord as well so hopefully someone can get back to me but on the ticket selling page uh, only the royal seats are sold out so far arena a b and c All and the lovely. student tickets still
0: available
2: mm.
0: that's that's interesting huh is it, uh now let me ask you this I just sat here and talked about jay white and how he is a star and how he uh you know made no mistake about it Are we putting this all on Hiroki Goto? Are we putting this all
1: on his shoulders? Well, yeah, that's a tricky question. Takes two to tango, doesn't it? Sure does. I don't know. I don't have any other metrics to judge any other recent shows where uh, Goto was headlining. What about that New Japan Cup uh, show? Was it Sanada who... Knocked him out in the first round. Were they headlining that? I don't know. I haven't done the research,
0: Damon. Can't tell you. Okay, but but if you are one of those people that I just pointed my finger and wagged at, saying uh, Jay White is not—he's not that guy. He's not a guy. And as much as you want to shove him down our throats, he's not that guy. Because I got—I got news for you. This whole week, I got not this whole week, but a few times this week, I got some texts from a few different people who basically echoed. Those statements. Jay White, I don't care what you do, what you say, he's not that guy, right? Does this help put a couple bullets in their chamber to kind of fire off into the sky and kind of harken back to and be like, well, what in the fuck is this? Right? Why, you know, because here's the thing. To me, you're not leaning on Hiroki Goto to, to draw this house. You're leaning on Jay White to draw this house, aren't you? Doesn't this fall on Jay White's shoulders a little bit?
1: Yeah, well, there's not much support from the rest. I mean, the co-main event is that aforementioned heavyweight tag match with MVP against G.O.D. So yeah. he's kind of been stitched up a bit here.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean this past show you had Zack and Abushi headline, and you had Fale and, uh, and Juice. I mean, did did, did Zack and Ibushi have a, have a lot behind them?
1: Mm, well, it's an intercontinental title match. So I okay. think that has some significance to it. I think people, yeah,
0: that, that's going to draw a certain amount of prestige. I, I would agree. I, I, you're getting a little bit of a, of a, of a bump with, with the title being on the line. I don't know. I mean, to me, this is not a huge building we're running here either. Am I right? Not a huge building.
1: Yes. um, Ghost Recon Spot on the Discord says, for reference, last year, the same building they drew 3,435 for Suzuki versus Naito for the Intercontinental title. I think that was our first show together. We're coming up on a year, aren't we? So, I yeah, mean, Hinokuni, that was our first one when I was yeah. in Taiwan. I forgot to switch my microphone on. I do remember. A rookie mistake, right? You're all nervous. <laughs> no one said <laughs> no, anything, but... though. No one said, oh, the audio quality shit. So. Nah. By the That's...
0: way, the, the bells are going off right now. It's a uh, church service. I live right across the street from a church. Do you hear the bells? No, I don't. Oh, they're very nice. Actually, they're not even real bells. They're just speakers on a church. I swear to God. I <laughs> left. Get it? I swear to God. Um,. And they blast it. They blast it at 7 o'clock at night, at noon. Um, but imagine if I just put speakers on my house and just decided to, to fucking blast Oasis. Well, you know what I mean? Why do they get to blast bells? Why am I complaining about this? It's beautiful. It's lovely. Why am I complaining?
1: All right. Uh, all right. Listen. Listen. I've got for, another Jay White question for you. Ahead, Mark please. says, with Jay White losing at MSG, he should be the one that wins G1 to set up the match with Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, right? I, I can't see it. I don't think Jay White is ready for... Which is weird saying, because he's just won the IJ, IWGP title, but I can't see him winning the G1. I think that's Naito.
0: I think it's Naito, too. Um, I think it almost has to be Naito, right? At this point. I think it does. I, th- I But I I will say this. I think, I think Jay White's in the semifinals. I wouldn't be surprised if Jay White's in the finals.
1: I, I have some predictions for that coming up, so I'm going right. to keep that one on ice for later.
0: He'll be up there. He'll be up at the top. But again, I guess the, the whole let's put this little segment. this little bit in a bow. A lot of tickets left over. Jay White's at the top. Is Jay White to draw? Question.
1: Is that a rhetorical question, or are you asking me directly?
0: I'm asking the. I'm. I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to say a term that makes me my skin crawl. I'm going to ask. The Super JKS Universe. <laughs> we don't have a universe.
1: We need a I better want... term. We need a term for the <laughs> our, our lovely listeners. Someone creeps something catchy.
0: Creeps. <laughs> <laughs> creeps. I like creeps. Why are we calling it the creeps because <laughs> they are. We're all a bunch of creeps, aren't we? I saw every uh, one of you. Yeah, we are definitely. I don't we want to are
1: tarnish them with the same brush. Ah, There's right.
0: some lovely people who fans of our show. Listen. if you're fans of our show there's something wrong there's look, yeah, you might be point. you know i mean priest. there's there's, right. there's a little nugget there's a little sliver of something a little off kilter if you get pleasure out of this fucking show just fyi
1: yeah all the lovely people that we met in new york who came up and said they liked our show it's
0: like you're nice people what's wrong right. with you why are you listening to our crap right when people when you send those compliments and weed out the bad stuff which i appreciate it helps um it I always like. I always think that my first thought is: is what? What? Why would you no? Go, there's there's so much better out there. Not us. All right, but we are the number one New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. Just uh, let's make that very fucking clear. Uh, shockingly, I don't know how the the bar is very low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue on. All
1: right, sixth match was the ten man tag match, which we've been seeing a lot this week. Uh, of Lij versus Chaos, so Shingo Takagi, Bushi, Tetsuya Naito, Evil, and Sonada defeating the Chaos team of Show, Yo, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Kazuchika Okada. Naito pinning Yoshihashi after 16 minutes with the Destino. It was like a little platter of appetizers for upcoming matches. So we got a little taste of Rupongi 3K against Bushi and Shingo, particularly Shingo against Show. That's continuing to be built. Wonder what the payoff's going to be for that. Uh, Ishii against Evil. We got a taste of that. We got a taste of Okada versus Sanada. And one thing that I thought was interesting is Sanada did his backstage uh, promo after the match in English. He said, "I want to say turn your light on and put your cell phone in the air." So I like that he's trying something new. He wants everyone to be shining their phone lights when. I don't know if it's when he's doing his entrance or after. It was after the matches, wasn't it? He was doing that in the New Japan Cup. So I think that's pretty cool. I like that he's doing that. Um, so, are, are, are we walking with Sonata? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Is he going to have an acoustic guitar? <laughs> it was Bray Wyatt and his Fireflies. Right, sure. I mean, oh, I'm not okay. sure other people have done it first, but um, yeah, it's showing off his linguistic ability. So well done, Sonata.
0: Well done. Fun match. I agree. And I agree with what um, the great voices of wrestling uh, said that you said earlier about, um, you know, those matches always being very good. And the problem is, is that you see a million of them, right? Now, we do a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. So we're watching every single one of these. Now, if you're... I wouldn't even say a casual fan. If you're just a, a, you know, maybe you don't catch every single match on every single show, and you hop in and out a little bit, you 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 are going to get a lot more joy out of these matches than maybe us, right? Because again, you see how many how many multi man L I J matches, Joel? Do you think you've seen in the past year? Well, I was going
1: to say this is why uh, I didn't fancy watching the row two shows earlier in the week the ones that all made tape because i would have seen the exact same match um so right. even avoiding that stuff i've probably seen a match very similar to this well in the space of a calendar year you're gonna see it
0: what about 30 times right at least right and 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 you're actively trying to avoid them <laughs> you know what i mean like which is it sounds horrible to say they are good though right Right, they have that down to a science. But let's be honest here, they' it's the same it's not like we're seeing a huge amount of variables and a huge amount of differences and a huge it's the same fucking match, right? It's not like you know, the the creativity isn't you know, we're not reaching a 10 here, 30 times. And let's be fair here. If this were any other promotion, and I told you, you're going to see basically the same match, the subtle differences here and there, depending upon who we're programmed with later down the road, but basically the same match 30 times in a, in a calendar year in any other promotion, your fucking head would explode, right? Now, the difference being is that the quality in the ring... And the effort that they put forth it varies, mind you, but overall, they're good matches. You can't take that away from them. It's just, just, again, how many days can you eat fucking filet mignon, right? How many fucking days in a row can you eat filet mignon?
1: Yeah. I'll call it filet mignon. Maybe pizza. Right. Okay, good. Eating pizza is always good. Right. It's like sex. Right? It's like bad pizza is still good. It's better than no pizza. Uh, okay, question, collector 420 says, will we ever see Shingo versus Show at heavyweight? Because I did mention before that uh, they are building this feud up. For me, I think this would be the perfect feud where Sho loses every single time. They have a few singles matches over the next, let's say, 18 months or, or two years or whatever, and Shingo beats him every single time. But then finally, when Sho is on the verge of moving up to heavyweight, then he gets a win over Shingo to signal his move up to the big boys. That was my suggestion anyway. What do you think?
0: It's not bad. I like that. But to me, I think this is some. This is a feud that you're going to see carry over weight divisions. You're going to see this here. You're going to see these guys lead the juniors. And then you're going to see these guys leave the juniors to heavyweight and continue on. And uh, and I don't want to put you on the spot, Joel. But how old is Shingo? Is he in his thirties? Thirty-six. Okay, so that's a that's the, he's not a spring chicken when it comes to pro wrestling no. age.
1: He's the same age as Naito and Ibushi.
2: Okay,
0: and we know Show you know, is in his twenties. Um, no,
1: no, I think he's thirty. Show or thirty-one. Really? Yeah. He's, I know, a, it's, he's it, in his thirties. Surprised that, he, yeah. He uh, let me check this. Uh,
0: I feel a sense of déjà vu. I feel like we have had this conversation. Oh no, before. 29. he's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. All right, there you go. See, I know my twenty year olds. <laughs> okay, uh, but
1: if if you ask me this question after August twenty seventh, then he'd be in his thirties. So good point. We're, we're talking a matter of months here. I think Shingo and Show could quite. Conceivably, be uh, best of the super juniors block final. Just throwing that out there.
0: Oh, I think, I think, I think that's where we're going with this. Or like the early stages of this feud, and 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 again, these guys are going to be married for quite a while. Uh, yeah, that that this is this is chapter one. Uh, yeah, best of the super juniors, absolutely.
1: um also something i thought was significant on night three of these road two shows last week shingo got to do the closing speech and i don't know if that was his first one it was certainly the first one that i can remember so they're starting to give him those opportunities on the mic because i suspect we might have a few of those throughout the best of the super junior so i thought that was worth mentioning and let's move on to the seventh match then which is the iwgp us heavyweight championship match Juice Robinson defeating Bad Luck Farley in 70 minutes to get his third successful defence after hitting the pulp friction. So, first thing that came to mind was Juice is wearing new gear. He looked a bit like, I don't know if anyone's ever played Golden Axe on the Mega Drive. And and the bonus stage in between each level, there are these little thieves who come and steal your magic pots. And they wear like those little hats and things. That looked like what Juice Robinson was wearing. But uh, I like this match. I thought this was good. very basic story. Farley was going after Juice's back to stop him from slamming Farley. And both guys have built that up really well with their pre-match promos backstage. Juice was saying how he wanted to slam Farley and Farley's going, I'm going to break your back. So you're not going to be able to do that. And those comments did uh, help to enhance my enjoyment of the match and the story of the match. So I think more wrestlers should be doing that in giving little previews and hints about their upcoming big matches and, what direction they are going to go in? So, yeah, I, I really like this match. I didn't even mind the crowd brawling because it led to the big spot of Farley slamming Juice onto the chairs, which set up the whole story of the match with Juice's bad bat. And Juice is such a brilliant baby face. Crowd love him. Really good heat in this match. He sold his back brilliantly. And I enjoyed the finishing stretch as well, where Farley hit the grenade. So, I'm sure there are a few people thinking that might have been it, but he kicks out of the grenade and then escapes from the bad luck fall. Left-handed gods, uh, crossbody from the top rope, another left hand of gods. Then he did the big body slam that we've been waiting for the whole match, hit the pulp friction. I thought this was really good stuff.
0: I enjoyed it a lot too, shockingly. And the and the pace of it was, you know, it, it it got slow. And again, talking about the crowd, you know, some of the feedback I got from the, you know, people in the crowd were, you know, nobody gave a shit about Fale, blah, 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 But Okay. That being said, I, I thought Fale... I thought Fale worked really hard. And I thought Fale did what he could to make this a really solid match. And make no mistake about this, that's a big win for for Juice. Because I still think in people's eyes, he is a certain level. And he is a certain uh, uh, pecking order in New Japan. And getting a win over Fale, a monster, right, who to me is you know top rung bullet club I mean behind Jay white who who's who's behind Jay white in bullet club Fale. right that's a big win and and again a monster and I'm able to, to kind of fight back and I, I think there's more to that story and 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 we talk about important wins and people getting big wins and kind of you know putting them on the fire so to speak. That's a that's a big win for a guy like Juice. In my eyes anyway. I I, I think it's I think it's a, I I won't go so far as to say it's like a career defining win. But to me, I think it's a that's that's a more significant win than say like a Cody or uh you know uh, you know obviously like a like a uh a uh, um, lower level bullet club or lower level uh, Lij like to me Fale that's a that's a rung above on the ladder getting a win over a guy like that or even like a Goto at this point well maybe not Goto but I think they're neck and neck like I think career wise getting wins over guys like Godot is is or getting getting wins over guys like Fale is just as as important as getting wins over guys like Goto in my eyes. Yeah,
1: and I also want to take the chance to single out Farley for some praise because we've been giving him a hard time over the last year. Because to be fair, his G one was not good, but he's done well in his last two singles matches against Okada and Juice, top quality opponents, mind you. But I think Farley played his part. Played his part well, um, and also I think Juice is doing a good job as well because he hasn't been given uh, the most, you know, high profile, flashy opponents to work with recently. I mean, if you look at the three defenses, Beretta. Chase and Farley, it's not matches on paper that get your heart racing, but I think Juice has done well with them. Um, We have quite a few questions about this match and I think they are running counter to our feelings on the situation. Uh, Mike Daisley, the Countdown Champion, asks uh, if we're at the point where Farley is the US title challenger already, is it time to get rid of the belt? I don't see how it's possible to come up with credible challenges for four heavyweight singles titles on a regular basis. I think Mike's got a point about having four singles titles and how it's difficult to come up with challenges for that but uh, I think we're in disagreement about how credible Farley is as a challenger because I agree with you Damon I think it's a a good notch in the belt of Juice Robinson and it was an entertaining match and Uh, Emilio says what the hell happened to Juice I could be on an island but it feels like his energy and credibility is in the garbage when I watch him Um, again I I disagree with that I thought he did really well in this match Uh, Rambo Slampig says how would you guys get Juice back on track feels like he needs something to get back to where he was uh, when he first won the US title so there's some feelings out there Damon amongst the fans that Juice has gone off the rails a bit so what are your thoughts on those dissenting voices
0: I think you could make an argument earlier that it kind of felt like that. Um, I think I think he's starting to pick up wins against... Again, I, I spent uh, two or three minutes talking about it, but I think that the Fale win is a nice defining career win. Um, no, I don't think that... Look, do you see where they're coming
1: from? I mean, yeah. like, definitely off the back of not getting a, a title match at Madison Square Garden and being given relatively... Low-level opponents to defend his title against, but to me, I felt this match got things back on track.
0: Yeah, I look, I I get the arguments of what, how can you not have the U.S. title on a New Japan show at Madison Square Garden? But let me ask you this: what what do you bump from a New Japan perspective? What what get what gets bumped to put Juice Robinson on that show? Nothing. What yeah, you from the New Japan end. I, I think they've made the right
1: call in the matches and the the people participating in those matches that they put
0: forward. Right. I mean, what do you I mean, what what do you do in that scenario? They, their hands are tied. Their hands are tied. I'm doing with or without you. Um, you know, what are you going to do? Sorry, but look, the US title is a hunk of shit at this point. We know that can you rehabilitate it? Yes, to a certain degree, but you know you're not going to have. We're we're in a bit of a, a quandary right now. We're in a bit of of, of a, of a uh, struggle because you're not going to get. You're not going to have top flight challengers, right? You're not going to have top flight challengers challenge for the U.S. title right now. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to have somebody come to. Like you're not going to have Zach challenge for that title. You're not going to have Suzuki challenge for that title. You're not going to have Naito challenge for that title, right? It's going to be guys at a certain level. That's what that title is. It's kind of like the Never title. People at a certain level will challenge for that title. The problem is, is that the Never title and the U.S. title, you're, you're fighting the same battle. It's it's the same level of people that are going to be fighting for that those titles. So it, it dilutes that title. It dilutes both titles at the same time is what it does. The pool is thinned out. So now you're getting bottom feeders challenging for the U.S. title or the Never title. You can't have, you know, you're splitting. You got to get rid of one of those titles. The U.S. title, I hate to say it, the U.S. title is probably the one that you get rid of. Right? Right? I don't think, I don't think I'm wrong in that. I think you keep the Never But here's the thing, too. Even before the US title, people were like, ah, do we need the the fucking Never title? I mean, this is usually, why do we need the Never title? This is a a throwaway title. Yeah, and I feel this year they're finally starting to
1: use it the way that a lot of people wanted them to use it in having uh, a nominal junior winning it and defending it against heavyweights. Right. In junior versus
0: heavyweight dream matchups. Right. Here's the thing. The challengers that you want for the... U.S. title, they're challenging for the never title, right? Your Tai Chi's, your Jeff Cobb's, your Osprey's. Those are the people that are challenging for that title. Uh, Ishi's, right? That's that that level. Then uh, after that, you know, what do you got? You got Chase's, and you got, you know, you know, uh, Tramparetta's, and you got Cody's, and you got, you know, you got that level. It's it. The, t- the, 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 the title is is the problem. Juice is not the problem. I hate to say it, the title is the problem.
1: Yeah. I I think there is some value in it in having it as something that can headline smaller shows and particularly smaller shows abroad. But it's taken a turn for the worse over the last few months. But... I'm early on the side of it's, optimism. It, here's here, what, because I think I liked what I I'm saw. I'm trying to and it, be it too. Be back on track now.
0: I'm trying to be too, but here's the thing: it's it, the U.S. title has become a participation award. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what does it mean? I'm the best of the of the schlubs. I'm the best of the of the bottom feeders. That's what. That's what the U.S. title is right now. I'm the best of. Guys that need need a jump start in their career. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that's... What, in the fans' eyes, that's the, that's what it means. That's what it is. That's the level that it's at. It's not the people. And as a matter of fact, the, the problem is is that in, until you get those... And, 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 and here's the thing. I think folly helps, right? Having folly challenge helps. But until... like... You're getting the chases of the world. And and it's not a knock a chase, but it's just the level you're getting the Finlies of the world. You get you get that's that's where we are right now with this title. What are you gonna do?
1: Well, let's Oh, a question about Juice's gear at Death Roll BJJ. says, Was Juice's new outfit the biggest heel move by supposed babyface in twenty nineteen? I like the outfit. It's fine.
0: I mean, it's very very pastel, very Eastery. Right? Speaking of Easter. Very, very pastely. Oh, look, he's a colorful guy. I don't he could the guy could come out it's and wear flamboyant. anything. He's a, he's a he's the flamboyant one, Joel. He can wear anything he wants. Alright, let's move on to the
1: main event, which was IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Kota Ibushi defeating Zach Saber Jr. in twenty eight minutes with the Kamigoye. This was the battle of the two hundred and five live escapees. Damon, we could be in a very different timeline here where one guy is doing a uh, a Harry Potter gimmick. The other one's job into fucking Aria Daivari <laughs> on Tuesday nights. There was a, a good tweet from Zack Sabre Jr. He said, Koto-kun, we made the right choice, mate. So yeah. let's applaud both of these guys for uh, the choices that they made for sticking with New Japan. And what a brilliant match. These guys have got superb chemistry. I think this was the best match that they've had so far. They really seem to push each other into that extra level Um, we had a great story here, Zack Sabre Jr. going after the neck of Ibushi, which shows some nice continuity from the Naito Madison Square Garden match. And Ibushi attacking the chest of Zack, the the solar plexus, some really well-timed strikes, which they were like the punctuation mark at the end of a longer sequence. Got a great reaction from the crowd where he uh, smack um, Zack Sabre Jr. right in his chest. And, the railing stuff that they did earlier on in the match was very compelling and only someone like Kota Ibushi could take a neck bump off of a submission and I just love those moments in the Ibushi big matches where he just loses his shit it reminds me of like with my job little kids at school who've snapped and started going on the rampage and there's that great moment where Red Shoes was trying to drag him away while he was facing Red Shoes but still kicking Zach yeah, while he was you're on the floor him, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, leading him away by the hand like a petulant little kid And the slap battle was great. really brought out Ibushi's intensity. I don't think there's anyone else uh, who brings that intensity like Ibushi. Possible exception to Tanahashi, which I think is something that made the G1 final so spectacular. Ibushi's facial expressions are so good. Like One moment in the match I really enjoyed, he flattens Zach with an elbow, and he had this little grin on his face, like, yeah, you like that, motherfucker? Um, And I also... Little Commentary did a great job here. I love how... Zach's submission style was put over by Kevin Kelly as like a, a dark art, something forbidden, like a forbidden deadly style that no one else understands. And the counters were great. They, they were as smooth as Andrew Rich on karaoke. Just brilliant stuff. I like how they kept the Zach driver protected by having Zach unable to make the pin rather than Ibushi kicking out of it. Like they did with the Blade Runner at Madison Square Garden. Yep. Also big fan of the Nakamura tributes and, Ibushi looked like he was about to take off Zach's friggin heads when he did that bombay a there Zach ducked out of the way off and finish was great Ibushi getting that knee to the worked over solar plexus that allowed him to hit the kamigoi fantastic match I loved it
0: yeah yeah I thought it was excellent and, and and all the points that you say about how well they work together and how you know there's just people that have chemistry and I think that they have an absolute Fantastic chemistry, and it's you know it's Bushi and it's Zach so it's you know they're not <laughs> you, you have two just gems of pro wrestlers together you know it's kind of hard to not not have chemistry but there there have been times right where where two two people on paper um you would think would have just great chemistry and it just doesn't happen um nah, no worries with these two um to me. And I'm going to bring up something that might be a little bit – maybe a little sore spot, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. To me, in this – you know how like when you have friends that are dating, right, Um, and they break up and, uh, you know, not necessarily that you pick sides, but you kind of get people, as we say, in the divorce, right? You get – you don't necessarily see the one person, but you see the other person because maybe you – connected with them more, you were more friendly with them. Happens a lot. Uh, I think, uh, I think we won in this divorce. I think, I think New Japan won in this divorce. Aside from language barriers, which again, people always point the finger to. I really feel like we got the better, we got the better of the deal. I really do. I don't think that there's anything in that, in that ring that Kota Ibushi can't do. um, And, I don't think that he. I don't think that they. That there's nothing that he can do that he can't do, if not equal or better than uh, the person who is no longer here. The the nameless person. That is no. We won't even speak his name. Um, I'll take Coda every fucking day of the week. Right? And. Yeah, uh, he he doesn't annoy. Well, personally, he doesn't annoy me.
1: There's no things that. Does that, I think? Oh, that's pissed me off a bit. It's just fucking brilliant matches and the backstage stuff, I even like. I mean, I'll talk about that in a bit, but just all rounds, just a great wrestler to have in the company.
0: Yep. Yeah. That uh, you nailed it. And not only have it in the company, but to lock up in the company. You know what I mean? To make, yeah, it... we've been wanting this for years. Yeah. Yeah. A commitment from both ends. That's. The company, I, and I said this when it happened, that is the smartest fucking thing that they could do is not just show him, yes, we want you, yes, we put it on paper. Lock him down, lock him down, lock him down, lock him down. That's that's. It's like um,
1: uh, 500 Days of Summer, but if Summer said to the character, sorry, I'd forgotten the bloke's name, but if he, she said, yes, I love you too, let's get married.
0: And, and, and here's the thing too and even on his end, right because I know he was always the monkey wrench he was always the 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 uh, the quirky one. he was always the one that you know was notorious for not showing that commitment. Uh, the fact that it, at, at every turn it feels like he's showing that commitment right and and mentions it in promos and and talks about his commitment to new japan i think that is a not only is it a good thing from a company perspective but it is a good thing and a comforting thing from a fan perspective because you know that you don't have anything to worry about at least for 2 years right that's good to know if you're a fan because here's what you can do as a fan You don't have to worry about the nonsense bullshit that goes on behind the scenes when we talk about contracts and is he staying and is he going and it's dome season and are we going to have New Year Dash be a swan song? You don't have to fucking deal with that. You can be committed 100% emotionally and invested in his progression in the company and what better way to get fucking you know? What what a better guy than the than him to hitch your wagon to? Compelling, fun. He lets you get emotionally involved in the match. He's adorable and 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 infuriating, and uh, he's a, he's an easy pro wrestler to hitch your wagon to. To be like, yep, let's go for a fucking ride. Love it. So Zach too. Zach too, right? Zach plays the best prick, dickhead heel in the business. Let me say that again. The best prick, dickhead heel in the business. He has that down to a fucking science. He is great at that. How can you not enjoy, how can you not put on that pro wrestling match? And just enjoy the fuck out of that. That is a beautiful display of pro wrestling that we saw between those two guys. And here's the great news. They're our future. That's what we'll see for years to come. Well, months to come at least. Well, years, a couple years. Right? That's what we have. We have... To put it in a, in a terrible hockey analogy, and I'm, and I'm geared up because 3 o'clock we're going to win this fucking series. This is Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, locked down for years. The stars of the league, we got them, and they're right in our backyard. How fucking great is that? Bravo all the way around. Where would
1: you rank both these guys in New Japan for pure in-ring?
0: Pure in-ring?
1: Oh, okay, no, let's not say pure. I mean, full package.
0: I mean, Coda is, to me, like just a notch. He's in Naito world, right? Uh, Zach is maybe just a smidge below that, and everybody's below Okada. But, 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 Abushi's in the Naito world. Uh, Tanahashi he's in he's in that realm that's a big and and Zach might be a notch below but not far below but that's how high Kota Ibushi is for me right now so
1: after this match Tetsuya Naito came out he challenged Ibushi again so having Naito actively challenging for the IC title is interesting it's a bit of character development uh and we go, we've got this running story where Naito in the big matches when he's tried to be the stardust genius again. It's cost him. And does he need to become Elin Nabla to fully uh, become successful? Uh, And do you feel that they've put themselves into a bit of a corner here where neither guy, you you really want to be taking a loss at this point? Um, Or alternatively, this could be set up to a G1 final. So you could have Naito taking another loss. So he's 0-3 against Ibushi this year. But then you have one block final, Naito beats Jay White. The other block final, Ibushi beats Okada. And then in the G1 final, you have, again, for a fourth time this year, Naito Ibushi. But finally, Naito manages to get the win. Um, So a a few questions about this. Eric says, is it too soon for Ibushi versus Naito again? Not because we don't want to see it, but because neither guy should be losing right now. JDM says Naito Ibushi three times before the G1 even. So what are your thoughts on having Naito as
0: the challenger? It, it, let me ask you this, is that is that a definite, has that been confirmed that Naito is definitely challenge, is the next challenger in line?
1: It seemed pretty conclusive to me, I mean he came out, he said he was challenging for it, I don't yeah. know exactly when it will be, I know Kevin Kelly said it would be Dontaku and some people are thinking that they're going to be parachuting that onto the uh, this Kuni car with Jay White and Goto, I can't see that happening personally, I think it will be for Dominion. That will be confirmed uh, tomorrow, on Monday, so we'll know then.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, this this whole segment will be shit because we'll know and <laughs> by the time people listen. Uh, we don't know yet. People aren't talking. Um, three times, Joel. Three times very quickly, huh?
2: Hmm.
0: I would, uh, look, Matt, Matt you're going to get a great match out of it, right? So that's a bonus. Does feel a little I don't I'm to say rushed, but it does feel like and you know, we just we're seeing this quickly. And and really what what by, you know, k Fabe what what rates does Naito have the challenge?
1: I have no answer for that. He's going to let that hang in the air cuz he yeah. d- he doesn't know He's done nothing since then.
0: Right, he's I mean, lost he lost
1: two in a row. Yeah, the only thing that you could say is that he said, "Does anyone else want to challenge?" And no one else came out, so <gasps> okay, it was great. literally nobody else. Which you know, <laughs> it's not exactly a rigging endorsement for the prestige of the IC title if no one else can be bothered to challenge for it.
0: Right, everybody's in the bus waiting to go home. Come on, let's go. Let's wrap this show up. Let's get out of here. The bus is running. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the only. And again, it's it's NATO. So uh, you know he's. Upper echelon of New Japan. What is he? What has he done to earn this shot again? I mean, you just, you just. I mean, it's the rematch clause, I guess you could say, right? The rematch clause. But you know, not for nothing. It doesn't really seem like he has much to uh, stake a claim at a rematch. So there's that. But again, I, I again splitting hairs, maybe. I don't know. Gonna get a great match out of it. Does seem a little quick. I would have saved it to G one, but um, and get a week trust. How about that?
1: Unless they're going down the route of Naito on his quest to be double champion again. Anders says, "Do you think Naito walks out of Wrestle Kingdom
0: as a double champion?" No. There's too many talented guys. Why would you do- like? Why would you do that? Like you have, yeah, so- you got
1: two shows to
0: <laughs> sell out as right. well. Right. I mean, you gotta. You, we're talking about jamming people in on a Madison Square Garden show. We got two fucking dome shows right around the corner. Uh, and again, you have so many talented people that can hold, you know, that can carry the weight of what the Intercontinental title is expected. Nah, now nah, you don't. You, no need to have a double champion.
1: Uh, Eric says at what point should I just stop getting excited each time Nakamura is mentioned on commentary because clearly it's not foreshadowing and just let it go and assume he's not coming back he's not coming back is he I think he's locked down to WWE
0: yeah Uh, if if, if I'm not mistaken yeah he resigned Um, look would you want him back sure and and, and for everybody who says oh he stinks oh he can't have a good match he can't just turn it on trust me (laughs) he'd be fine he can. He just doesn't yeah. want to. Why? Right. Why would he? Why right. the why fuck would he... you bother? Exactly. The only thing would be a great homecoming, right? To have a great homecoming. But okay, you can you can hold that off for at least another two years, right? That homecoming, that big return home as a conquering hero. And that's 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 the only thing that you're holding out on here. Um, no, he's not coming back. But here's what you do have and and take this and appreciate this. You have a company that at the very least acknowledges their not only long history but recent history, right? And there's not many promotions that do that. So they're not sweeping it under the rug, they're not burying it. they're not you know screaming in, in Kevin Kelly's earpiece, don't say Nakamura right? He's dead to me. (laughs) That's not happening, right? So appreciate that you have that, that they're not insulting your intelligence uh, and your fandom. And uh, the fact that you can remember something that happened, you know, three years ago in the company. Uh, They're not, they're not uh, making light of that. So appreciate that. That's what you got, but no, he's not coming back.
1: So as you mentioned, Ibushi said afterwards, he confirmed that he signed with new Japan, and then he just does the most Ibushi thing ever by leaving the ring before his confetti shower. Then he had to slide back into the ring to roll around in it for a bit before sliding back out again. And the post-match celebrations were great as well because there's a load of beers there. And then he says, is this ginger ale? And they say, no, it's not ginger ale. And he goes, oh, it's ginger ale. And then he, he chugs a beer. It was like a stone cold. But uh, very horny, very
0: horny beer drink. And I don't know if you saw, saw this it. statement. But... I saw the memes. I saw the, uh, I did see a lot of... Uh... Uh, yeah, as you like to say, horny uh, references. I think they're talking Cota about... Kota Ibrushi, they're calling him. Ibrushi. Nice. I like that. And do you ever trick beer like I that? Then, sorry,
1: there was, there was someone who... Uh, I think Chris Charlton posted this first. And then someone replied saying, I thought Ibrushi doesn't drink. And then Charlton replied saying, Ha 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 So, yeah, bit of a party
0: animal, Kota. Is he? He likes he likes to pound them man. I I
1: think that was what the implication was from Chris's tweet.
0: Wow, you think him and Chris do coke in took a- <laughs> 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 chopping yeah, lines? Give us an invite next time, really? friend of the show, go Chris on Charlton. Go. Go on, Chris Charlton. If you got, we're doing bumps backstage at Corrigan. Go on, let's go. Uh, <laughs> imagine that, Chris. Chris, I get- all I see is Chris fumbling toward the volume on the on the. On the- I can to turn this out. These fucking assholes. Um, uh, no, Chris Charlton does not do cocaine at Cork and Hall, okay? Can we be very clear about that? Joking, of course. Uh, Kota Bushi, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um, look, have you, have you, have, I can't chug a beer like that. I can't. I'm not a big chugger. I don't like beer. I hate beer.
1: Wait, what? Yeah, I know. It's just, you I hate know beer? Taste. I can't We've drink had... beer without grimacing. It just tastes awful. Really? We've had beers. We've shared beers. No, I've never drunk a beer. Well, when we were at that not pub, with you. Anyway,
0: yes, you did when we were at the pub. I had a cider. A, that was a cider. cider drink, oh, though. you're right. Yeah. You're, you know what? You're right. You do. You do order cider. Yeah, when we went to the Irish pub in New York, you had cider. You're right. You, you're,
1: I, I, I like the, the I think Japan has a much, for me personally, a more appealing array of alcoholic beverages. I love a, a, a like a, a lemon sour or a, a whiskey highball or a mm. strong zero, as we all know. Beer just doesn't do it for me. I don't like the taste.
0: I like I like a Guinness. Oh, do I like a Guinness. Mm. All right. Well, listen. Show's over. Thanks 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 for the run. <laughs> Doesn't drink beer. Uh no, of course. All right, very good. Uh Kota Bushi likes beer. I like beer. We all like beer except Joel. All right, good. All
1: right. Uh, overall thoughts on this show then. It was a really good one, I thought. I, I, I wasn't thought so. there were no points in this where I thought, oh, this is a real uh Drudge to watch this points seeing MVP and GOD, but I thought overall it was really
0: good. Enjoyed it. I would give it a thumbs up. I would give it a very good show. Um I think if you're if you have something that you you just want to cherry pick a match, obviously Zach and Abushi is is the one you're going with. Um, but I, th- I I thought it was an easy watch. I thought uh, you know, for for what might be considered a B level show. It was pretty fucking good. I enjoyed it. Um, So yeah, I I think this is. uh, If you're a casual watcher, I I, you know what? I'm I'm, yeah. Aside from that tag match of the the God, Macabellano, I don't think there was anything where I was just like maybe Chase and Nichols a little bit. But aside from that, I thought everything was pretty solid. So
1: a lot of people are talking and speculating about the mystery of the Dominion main event.
2: Mm.
1: This idea popped into my head. So, just give me your your thoughts. Maybe a percentage chance of it happening, with a lack of credible challenges. How about Kazuchika Okada versus Kenta?
0: You know, I think it was. I don't know if I can even say who I, who who has been saying a lot about how kenta is not a a lock for noah um we we have heard that right we can we could say that we have heard that right joel
1: yes i mean there are reasons why he would not go back to Noah. not to say we don't think it's going to happen but there are reasons why he wouldn't return there
0: right um I'll say 25% chance. How's that? 25%.
1: If it happens, if we get to the end of Dontaku Night 2 and Kenta comes out to challenge, then I'm taking the mother of all victory laps. It's not going to happen, but I'm just throwing it out there.
0: Yeah, that's going to be your, your long, shot, long, short, long shot dark horse. Uh, absolutely. And... Who do you think it's going to be? Who do you think is assuming Okada wins?
1: Gun to your head, who's the challenger? Are -hmm. they going to do Jay White again? Is is Dominion going to be like a a rehash of MSG? Are we going to be getting White, Okada, and then Naito Ibushi?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think so. Um, I do, actually. Um, Because you figure... I mean, listen... Godo is there as a setup, right? Goto is there to have Jay White win and go over, get a win back. Uh, I mean, on um, is I mean, are there any other high-profile heavyweight singles matches leading up to? Don yeah, that, that is she evil? Okay. So we touched on that last week. What are the
2: winners
1: of those two singles matches being set up for? Because we, we, we're we taking the IC title off the table, I think.
0: Right. Right. Um, well, it's, it's one of those... I mean, Evil? I don't think they would do Ishii, right? Do you think they would do Ishii? Singles match? Dominion? The match would be great, but I don't think...
1: I don't know. I, I don't know about Dominion. Is Dominion the kind of show where it's just going to sell out because it's Dominion, because of that brand equity we talked about? Or do you think Dominion is a show that needs uh, a sexy drawing main event to sell out?
0: It's a big show, it's, it's, a, it's an important show. Uh, of those three names, White, Evil, Ishii. I'm not even putting Goto in the mix. Of those three names, which one's sexier for Dominion? Heavyweight title match.
1: If I was choosing, just from a pure in-ring standpoint, I'd have Ishii.
0: Me too. To me, that seems the freshest. To me, that seems... Well, here's the thing. White, White, you've seen two times already. Uh, Evil you saw before, and while it was a good match, I don't think anybody took Evil seriously as winning this match. I don't think people will take Ichi winning the match seriously either. I think you got to do Jay White. I really do.
1: And Jay takes another loss?
0: does seem that way, right? Mm.
1: And at that point, does that are we getting to the point where it's that might hurt Jay White, or yeah, is he is he as Lands would say, is he
0: a made man at this point? He's a made man, but look, look I would say at, at the very least, we got some dings in the armor. Back to back losses, again, again, it is the top guy, it is the heavyweight title, it is. Here's what. Here's what I. Here's what I. My gut is telling me, though, and my heart is telling me, it feels like we're just going in a circle a little bit with all these programs, doesn't it? it just it, we're going in a yeah. circle, yeah. It, especially the top two titles. It's just a, we're, we're, you know, we, we haven't, we're not moving, we're moving forward, but at the same time, we're we're kind of spinning. Yeah, right? we're treading water. We're in the yeah. doldrums. That's why I said, like, a card of winning the title back.
1: Is there a danger of a bit of staleness, given that he ran, seemed to run the full gamut of challengers in his previous run? And who, what fresh challenges are there left? He's just running through people that he's already beaten. Mm. Yeah. All right. And the problem with this Kenta. MSG show now, now that it's replaced, well, that it replaced um, genesis and had, obviously they felt that they needed yeah. higher profile matches for MSG than they would a, a regular Saccharogenesis. Yeah. Now they have two big shows with MSG and Dominion in fairly close proximity. Right. And it seems that we're get gonna get a I don't know, a similar lineup. Mm. I suppose we should reserve judgment until the Dominion card is announced, but Yes it does appear to be heading towards a bit of repetition.
0: Right, the three options right now aside from a, a a monkey wrench being thrown in the mix and a complete surprise. Jericho. I mean, that's an option, right? It certainly is an option. And and here's the thing, Jericho could take the fucking loss, right? That, that that's probably the sexiest thing that you you we've we've come up with right now, right? of those of those four names what what would you want what would you what would be what would be the sexiest and high profile and truth be told Okada getting a win that's a nice win and it's a match that correct me if I'm wrong we haven't seen yet right right Jericho is a good pick that's a good pick. What are you thinking, Joe? Mm,
1: I don't know if his commitments to AEW would preclude him doing something like this with New Japan. But if I were Gedo, I would be calling him up and trying to work that out.
0: When's Dominion?
1: It is early June. I am going to say June the 10th or something like that.
0: Okay. They got Memorial Day weekend, which is the, the late May, for their Las Vegas show, right? They ain't got anything else. That's it. They got nothing in June, right? Hmm. Okay, what is he going to do? He's going sit to sit, sit on the beach? He's going to go out with Fozzie? Unless they call Kenny back. Here's the problem. I don't like the fact that he is always... That name is always the option out. He's the ghost at the feast, isn't he? Yeah. I don't like that. Let's... uh, I would take... uh, Here's the thing. I would take Jericho over Omega. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, I... As much as I loved uh, Omega Okada 4, and it was one of the greatest live experiences of my entire life, I don't want to see it again. Not for a a very long time, if they are going to go back to it. And just out of freshness, I would take Okada Jericho over Okada Omega. I'd take Okada Ishii over Okada Omega at this point, just because the last match was
0: so perfect... I don't want to see it for a while. And here's the thing. If if ever again. Yep. Well, here, And here's the thing. It helps no one. It really helps no one. Well, Kenny's not going to fucking do a job to Okada at Dominion. Right? Why, why would he? What would be the point of him doing that? Jericho? doesn't fucking matter. Right? I'm telling you what. To me, of all the options, again... Evil. It would be a great match. We've seen it. Mm. Uh, Ishi. Great match. You know it's going to be a great match. I, I just don't think people think it's he's a credible challenger. Um, Goto no. Jay White. Okay. Do we want Do we want Jay to get another chink in the armor? Okay. Jericho. Big name. Star. Could definitely do the job. I think it'd be a great match. Fresh. We haven't seen it before. <sighs> I like that one a lot.
1: Let's preview the next set of shows coming up next week. Let's pull back the curtain. A little production, on-air production meeting. The next, quote-unquote, big show will be this wrestling Hino Kuni show, Damon, which is on Monday, so, do we want to do our next show on Sunday before Hinokuni, or I guess what we record on Tuesday or Monday? If you want to wake up early to watch this Hinokuni show, so when are we going to do our
0: next show? I can wake up early Monday and watch the show, and then do it after. I think All right, that'd be so. We'll we preview. And yeah.
1: we'll preview Hinokuni now. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's just quickly touch on other shows. So we've got three. Uh, Row 2 Wrestling Don Taku shows coming up at Karakon Hall. So, starting tomorrow, the Monday show. So, by the time you're listening to this, it may have already occurred. Um, top three matches we got a special tag match with Mikey Nichols and Juice Robertson against Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale. We have the never openweight six man tag team championship match between Ryusuke Taguchi, Toriano, and Togi Makabe versus Hikuleo, Tangaloa, Tamatonga. Any chance of a title change there? Do you think there's going to be more belts to add to Tamatonga's sack of tag team title belts or do you think the uh taguchi yano makabe team get a successful
0: defense who gives a shit (laughs) Um, (laughs) um i mean flip a fucking coin right um a successful title defense sure successful title defense
1: Yeah, I think that's about all the previewing that match deserves. And then main event, special tag match, Dragon Lee and Hiroki Goto versus Taiji Ishimori and Jay White, which should be a fun one. That looks pretty sexy. I like that.
0: Yep, I like that a lot. That should be good.
1: And then on Tuesday, we will get, uh, according to the website, between the fourth and fifth matches, we will get the announcement for the entrance for the best of the Super Juniors. So, uh, Damon, do you want to make any predictions for who you think is going to pop up in this best of super genius announcement do you think it's going to be the same people as we saw in that
0: leaked image yep i do and and the reason being is because the people that we talk to are oddly quiet <laughs> you know what i mean like they don't like usually they're pretty forthcoming with information and stuff and then when we talked about like like that uh poster that came out over line uh you know just kind of felt like oh, okay all right. <laughs> I mean, that uh,
1: came from like the official New Japan line. Account, right. So right. I cannot imagine them sending out like a fan made Photoshop. I can't see it happening. So, right. We're yeah, saying right. those 19 guys plus El Phantasmo for an expanded uh, set of 20 guys, best of Super Juniors. Yeah. Um, I, I
0: think it's a safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Now, that's the only
1: one. Uh, wrinkle in that would be that they have got the same schedule as they did last year when it was only uh eight people in a block. So if we're now expanding it to 20, how are they going to do that? Are we going to have more shows where there's double well, block nights?
0: Yep. Probably double block nights, right? I don't, I don't think that's, that's too strange to do, right? We can, we can make that happen, right? 10 um, singles matches in a night. 10?
1: Yeah. Cause if you're having a double block night and you got uh 10 people in each block, then you've got five matches in each block, so block A five matches, Mm. block B five matches. That's a lot. That is a lot of singles matches, and they do, they usually have the final block night of Best of Super Juniors being double block, and then you got eight singles matches, but eight singles matches, ten singles matches, that's a difference.
0: You don't even have ten matches on a card, (laughs) you know? Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the logistics. It's hurting my head how they're going to fucking do it. I don't know. Maybe they have more. Who knows? I it's don't... not our problem, is it? We don't have to organize this shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think watch it and complain. I know. About it. I know that uh, Marty's there, right? Marty, Marty will be there, right? Um...
1: Yeah. Well, some people were there's a bit of consternation about that because with his deal expiring, God knows when, and the fact that in Ring of Honor he's presented as a heavyweight, some people were saying that he might not do best the Super genius for those two reasons. So you're saying you think he's going to be in? Yeah.
0: I, think he, yeah. I mean... Because that I,
1: was one person on the poster where a lot of people were thinking, huh, that's a surprise. Hey, he's a
0: junior in New Japan, right? I don't think that's a, there's ever been a, uh, a a line crossed there of going into heaven. He's a junior. He's a junior. He'll be there. Um, so the other people in that poster that raised a few eyebrows,
1: Osprey, still a junior, Titan, Bandido... Jonathan Gresham, Flip Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. All in. Yeah. Congratulations, lads. You made it.
0: I think that, listen, the, if, if in fact that lineup is, is and that poster that went out is uh, a, an actual thing, which I truly believe it is, but okay. Uh, let's, let's, let's uh, hold off on, on confirming, but okay, great. Uh, that's a hell of a lineup. If, if, if all that comes to pass, that Best of the Fucking Super Juniors is going to be great. By the way, it's now called the Best of the Fucking Super Juniors. I have changed the name.
1: <laughs> <So> <laughs> we, we have to be consistent with that. Every single time, it's Best of the Fucking. Su-
0: is it Best of the Fucking Super Juniors? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, best of the Fucking Super Juniors. Yep. Um, great. Great. The 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 potential uh, for for matches. Phew, I'm pants down, pants fucking all the way down for a lot of that. So
1: yep, it's going to be good. Okay, so this Tuesday show, um, no title matches. Yeah, what's the main? What's the main event? Main event is Okada and Yo against Bushi and Sanada. That's an interesting one.
0: Bushi and Sanada up there. Yeah, and Yo. Uh, That's the
1: main, huh? So, so you're tuning in for the best of Super Juniors? Then we're tuning out again.
0: Yep, sticking around (laughs) for that. Okay,
1: uh, Wednesday also at Krakow Hall. This third match we have the. Jushin Thunder like a 30-year anniversary match with Taguchi, Tiger Mask, and Liger against El Desperado, Kanemaru, and Suzuki. So my prediction for this is we get a lot of Liger against Suzuki possibly hinting at a singles match somewhere down the line. So what are your your hopes, your expectations for this 30-year anniversary Liger match?
0: Fun. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for fun. And I definitely will be watching that. Um, man, i tell you what. You, if, if, if anything on this show, you got me hyped for a possibility of a of a Liger-Suzuki singles match. I would be fucked. That would be great. I'm, I'm into that. Just, yeah, because could... you think
1: sort of physically as well, that would be the sort of match where Liger can excel. So I know, th- to be fair, he did Ishimori and he matched him move for move. And I thought that was a really high-paced, exciting match. But I think a more sort of slow-paced, hard-hitting Suzuki Liga like match would also be great and maybe more attuned to what is he, 52? Uh, the body of a 53, right? Man. 53? What, jeez. Yeah. And Suzuki's what, 50, 51?
0: My God. I mean, whew, think about that. A hundred and something year old combined in there. And it's going to be great. Fuck. Ah, oh, man. I tell you what, I'm going to die. Give me that for
1: the dome. Give me that for the dome.
0: Yeah. You you want that for the dome? You think that that's a nice send-off?
2: Yeah,
1: event? yeah, you, you, me too. If, imagine it—you got Kazuyu Narae Suzuki playing the bad guy and Liger with
0: his music—it would be perfect. It would be. Fuck, that's what I want at the dome. Ah, all right, book it, make it happen. Um,
1: for this uh, Wednesday show main event, we got Okada and Show this time against Shingo and
0: Sonata. That that's that what I want. Interesting. I would want that. I, I like that. Yeah, I just want the show and and Shingo dynamic. That's that's really what I wanted. That's what's missing in the match before. I, I don't want Bushi. You know what I mean? Uh, i, I want we might the, get I'll, a bit of
1: Shingo and Okada as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, how about that?
1: Yeah, that one That one.
0: I'm digging. Okay. All right. All right I'll, I'll tune in for that one.
1: And then Friday, we've got Road to Wrestling ton, Dontaku 2019. Aki no Kuni Sengoku Emaki from Hiroshima and just scrolling through this what have we got Uh, main event is the IWGP Junior Tag Championship match with Sho and Yo against Shingo and Bushi so uh, I the previous matches between these two teams have left me a little bit underwhelmed so hopefully they were saving it all for this this is a main event they're going to get plenty of time I think this will be the blow-off match for their feud I think Sho and Yo retain
0: and I think it's going to be great I'll tell you what, what this is, this is showing Yo's biggest match to date. Main event. You, so, you know, we're going over 15, closer to 20, maybe even closer to 25. We'll give, give you know, we're, we're getting plenty of time to shine here. This is bigger than a, than a Wrestle Kingdom match. This is bigger than, this is a, this is a, we're going to be asked to tell a story in a match and, and hook an audience. This is their biggest match to date. I, I really feel it. Big time spot. Big time spot. This is the tap on the shoulder. They're going to have to deliver, and they will. This, this match will be great. I'm excited for this match. Actually, I think it's going to be really good. Me too. It's the match that I hope
1: that will be the match that I've been hoping for for quite a few months now. i will going to give you some ticket news from the Voices of Wrestling Slack chat, because I was asking about Hino Kuni, and uh, John Carroll, host of Wrestling Omakase, said that
0: for he can, this He, he can rap, show, by the way. He can really rap.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was... Uh, what was the song they did? Um,
0: oh, I couldn't tell you the song, but but he was rapping. <laughs> I, I did know I the song, but I John did I a great job that. with that.
1: Uh But John says Kumamoto for the Hino show is a tough draw. Even Naito wasn't able to sell it out last year, which he talked about in the post-show promo. So yeah, I did mention it did 3,435 last year for the Naito Suzuki IC title. 2015, it did way fewer than that. 2,460 for Ishii Makabe never title. So it will be interesting to see if they can beat the 2015 number. Uh, We don't know if they're inflating or not. Um, Here's something for this Hiroshima show that I just mentioned with a junior tag title match as a headliner, that is completely sold out.
0: Hmm. Dragon Gate is a draw <laughs> Uh That's good. Junior tag Headlining Moving Tickets. I think all four of these
1: guys are really popular. That popular? Yeah. Oh, they sold out Korakuen, didn't they? When that was the headliner during the Super Junior Tag League,
0: mm. it's a big spot. Look, when your fucking junior tag titles can can draw, can draw a sellout again, we're not. It's not fucking. Buda and and Khan, hey, let's,
1: let's say uh, this is more exciting and a bigger
0: draw than the heavyweight tag team titles, right? Think about that. I mean, and the buildings are comparable, right? Um, i again the, I'm putting you on the spot there, sorry.
1: A lot of people have said that Kumamoto is a tough place to sell out in. It's a tough crowd.
0: Okay. All right, so maybe, you know, we give them the benefit of the doubt. But, but I mean, you know, just looking at it from a pure Numbers and what's expected, and you get this building, you get this building, you're on top, you're on top. Your junior tag titles, junior tag title. think about this. Your junior tag title match, headlining, selling out the joint. It's fucking good. <laughs> you got a hot product at that point. You know what I mean? You got a hot product if your junior tag titles are selling out. Good for them. Nice job.
1: And then Saturday, we got another ROTU Wrestling Dontaku, just scrolling through this uh, uh, main event. we got another 10-man tag between Roppongi, th- uh, blah, blah, Chaos, and uh, LIJ, so <laughs> I think you can safely skip that one. And then the big show we've got on Monday, the Kumamoto Show Wrestling Hinokuni. Uh, first match is Renarita Shoto Umino Tomwaki Honma versus Yuya Uremura Yota Tsuji, and Toe Inarei. Second match, 10 man tag, Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Liger, Yoshihashi, and Jeff Cobb. So, Jeff Cobb is finally joining the tour against Suzuki Gun Team, Takamichinoku El Desperado, Kanemaru Suzuki, and Taichi. So, this obviously is going to be to set up Cobb against Taichi. Third match, Will Ospreay is joining now. We've got Ospreay and Dragon Lee versus Hikuleo and Taichi Shimori. Fourth match, Mikey Nichols against Bad Luck Farley. Fifth match, Juice Robinson against Chase Owens. What?
0: Mikey Nichols versus about? Bad Luck Farley
1: yeah why do you think they're doing this why is so juice robinson is having another match with chase owens but it's a non-title match and then mikey nichols is getting a singles match against bad luck Farley what what is going on
0: i have no fucking idea i, w- I wish i could tell you
1: i mean i my guess would be maybe nichols g- beats Farley and then challenges juice for the title but do you want mikey nichols beating bad luck Farley? i don't You know, I'm not the biggest Bad Luck Farley defender, but I'm not sure I want him losing clean to Mikey
0: Nichols in a singles match. Right. And again, another singles match for Mikey Nichols? Like, what has he done? Like, there's guys in that roster that haven't seen the singles match in fucking three years.
1: Right, and we're getting a third Juice versus Chase match in a relatively short period of time. Okay. Unless they're going to do the, uh, what do you call it, the Paul Heyman special, where there's some sort of interference... In the first they match, they wind up into the, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The Paul Heyman's fight. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah, they wind up.
1: We're we're gonna.
0: Teddy Long comes out. This
1: is now a, a tag match. <laughs> gonna face the Undertaker. Player. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, pro wrestling. How great is it? All right. Uh, all right. And then what else is on the show? Is that it? Uh, then <laughs> <so>
1: the sixth <laughs> match on the show. We have a ten-man tag match between Chaos and. L.I.J. Wow, uh, we haven't seventh, seen that in a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, seventh match, as I said before, we got got uh, most violent players, Yano Makabe versus T- uh, G.O.D. Tangelo Tamatonga. Um, again, this has either got to be funny or swearing or both. Otherwise, uh, I'm checked out because I don't think it's going to be a brilliant wrestling match.
0: I would agree. Uh, keep it under five, make it a brawl, um, comedy, all that nonsense. But get in and get out. G.O.D. retain? First. Yes
1: uh i want them i don't know I, th- I think i want them to hold it until tmdk are able to reunite i don't know how long that's going to be though but i can't really think of any other heavyweight tag teams that would excite me at this point i
2: would
0: be quite happy to see Kidder Elite score come back at this point yeah i mean there that's i mean i mean there that's a a person that is just totally fucking wasted i think lance archer I mean, after that performance yeah. with Will, I mean, and again, you're in the you're in the ring with Will. I get it. That's that's your monster right there. That's that's your that's that, that's a that's a monster that you can get behind. Just you know, give give him a couple squash wins. You can build them up real quick. Mm. All right. Uh, okay. Tag match. Great. And then what else? Uh, main
1: event: Goto against Jay White. So oh, right, right. we're in agreement here that Jay White is getting a win here to propel him onto something possibly. Sorry, Gatti. She's she's just she's had, she's had her operation to be fixed. She's been spayed, Ooh. and uh, she's not allowed to lick the wound. Yeah. So she's been wearing this cone on her head. And I just took it off for a moment because she was trying to scratch her ear. But now she's trying to lick her wound again. So I was just trying to put the cone back on her. Mm.
2: Uh, I've
1: I've had two cats with me the whole podcast, and uh, they've, yeah, they've been I get... relatively well behaved up until this point. I think.
0: And I got a, I got a cat. I, we have two cats, and I uh, have one that is a uh, looks like we got the big C going on. So, so no, and we're trying to like um, I mean we're trying everything we can at this point. Um, so I mean, but here's the thing: it's like she, everybody. Uh, no, it's not. Let's not depress everybody. She's doing fine. Everybody's great. Everything's great. How old <laughs> is she? Fourteen. Okay. I mean that's good innings for yes. cat. I mean, I hope she's yeah. okay, but
1: yeah. To have fourteen years of a, a safe and loving home is I think more than a lot of cats can hope for.
0: I agree. Uh, but fingers crossed. All right. Thoughts and prayer.
1: Yeah. Uh uh Gotto JY, any further thoughts on this? Do you think it could be a good match? I think this could be pretty good.
0: Notice how I segued from JY <laughs> to a cat with <laughs> kids. <laughs> I'm a professional broadcaster. Uh they should hire me. Uh yeah, look, I I think you can't have uh I don't think you'd wanna have Jay White take another loss. I don't and I don't think there's any need to. Go to abs. like what are you gonna do? Rehab Godo at this point? Please. Stop it. No, Jay he's Wait, gonna debut his
1: new um samurai Bushido faction that I mentioned last week. Oh. Right. Right. What was it called? What was the name? Did you have you? Was it lasagna? Uh, I'm going to get Sekiro after the game that I've been playing recently. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. I, I like lasagna. I think the, the name should be lasagna. They should call the, the group lasagna.
1: Yeah, <sighs> uh, he can do like a Italian pasta chef gimmick. Oh, that would be great. Come out with a, a chef's hat. That would be fantastic.
0: Be they're, they're on the, the kisses everywhere. They're the fans. Everybody, a Super yeah. Mario cosplay. Ooh. Right. Hey, let me ask you this. When you go to Tokyo, I mean, it's a complete touristy thing to do, I would think, but uh, would you do the uh, the Mario Kart drive around? Uh, oh, I'd never considered that before. Now you no? mentioned it. Would you do that? Maybe. I would be a little embarrassed. Like, I'd just be like, I don't know. Like, I would think people trying to just drive, or, you know, walk, you know, oh, look what are these fucking Cherkovs doing? Um, also, I worry about fitting into the car. <laughs> I don't know if the bigger... But I saw like Big E do it. So if Big E can do it, I could get in there. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there's uh, big characters in
1: Mario Kart itself. Bowser fits in one. Donkey Kong fits in one. Right. It'd be fine. I think so. Would you do it? Yeah. I mean, if the price is reasonable. Or maybe right. we can get the listeners to fund that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it the Patreon. Get Joel and Damon to do the Mario
0: Kart gimmick racing in yeah. Tokyo. I might do that. I'll tell you what. Here's the problem. Well, I was going to be like, get me a couple of beers, I'll do it. But then I'm drunk driving, so that's you, nobody wants that. So no, don't get me a couple of beers and do that. Uh, but maybe we'll discuss. Because I was talking um, about you know doing the, the four way dance uh, at the Tokyo Dome, um, and I'm trying to I was trying to sell it as you know what it'll be fun. And, you know, so all right, anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, two hours. Yeah, and it's, it's
1: taken culture. us uh, surprisingly. We, we've gone very in-depth about reviewing Sengoku Lord and previewing the upcoming show. So we've done a good job there. Maybe a bit of time to get into some off-topic stuff. One thing I did want to update is our uh, my Premier League teams as New Japan wrestlers thing. Uh, James suggests Sunderland as Captain New Japan of the Premier League. And i got some good suggestions here. Uh, at Steel O'Neill says... Uh, ZSJ is Wolves, dangerous against anyone but not quite at the top yet. Osprey is Watford, great to watch and caught between junior slash heavyweight. Yoshi Hashi is Huddersfield, obviously sitting at the bottom of the table. Um, at IWGP Chris BFC says, Taichi is Burnley, loved by no one except their own fans. Massive shit stirrers and usually dismissed in big matches despite having good records. And there was one more. Uh, Raphael uh, at RSY... 1376 says Newcastle United's Taguchi managed to pull out a couple of great performances once or twice a year but otherwise strictly lower card comedy act which remains inexplicably popular so there you go there's some updates on the uh, Premier League uh, as New Japan wrestlers thing
0: nice is Swansea still in the league Uh, no no they're they're relegated I just like the name Swansea I just like saying Swansea
1: (laughs) yeah it's a nice place I've been there a couple of times have you for for football yeah yeah I've seen us win there twice. Once we beat them 2-1, and once, I think I think it was 3-0, we beat them. And I had nice. A, a nice ice cream afterwards. It was a good day. Mm, that's a good day. Good for you. All right.
0: All right, so um, do you want some questions? How are we doing for today? Yeah, time? let's do questions. Oh, I get plenty of time. I mean, I, 3 o'clock is th- th- my only obligation. 3 o'clock. And I, it's three hours away, Joel. It's high noon right now. Uh, oh, but well, I Let's have to keep watch.
1: going until you, you get annoyed or bored. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah well. Uh, okay, let's do this Discord first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Liam says, by now you're
1: likely familiar with a tier list system. So this, this meme thing's been going on, on the internet where people have been making their own tiers of New Japan wrestlers. Have you seen it? Tears? Like crying? No, like... Uh, t- oh, levels. Yeah, okay. So there's S level, A, B, C, and D. What's S level? Super? Oh, is that what it stands for? Okay. I don't I think that's a good question, actually.
0: Like, S is the best.
1: Yeah, S is okay. the best. So, uh, Liam says, uh, won't ask you to do the whole roster, but rank at least one wrestler at each ranking. So, okay. who, give me one wrestler, Damon, for the S, S level? Your top tier
0: Okada. Okay, and A. All right, so this is the, just a notch below the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Tanahashi. Zach. Okay, Tanahashi, fine. Uh, B. Uh, oh, okay, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. We can have multiple people in the upper A. a. Okay, so, oh, yeah. you can have uh, as
1: many people as you want. Liam just asked for one person. All
0: right. Street. Well, I have the A, Okada, Tanahashi, Naito, Abushi. Uh, those four. Uh, uh-huh. the, the A level would be White, Zach. Um, there's a guy walking down my street right now. looks exactly like Rich Craig. <laughs> 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 I swear to God. I was like, that's Rich Craig. What is he doing here? Uh, I I mean a spitting image, holy shit! Uh, okay. Um, mm, okay. So Zach, all oh, of them. Uh, below that would be Suzuki. Uh, Ishii, Ishii evil. evil. Yep, yep, that level. And then below that are your juices, chases, uh, and and those likes.
1: Also, juice and chase on the same level for you. Yeah.
0: I think so, right? Aren't they? I'd
1: have juice a tier above. Chess. Tier above, yeah. Okay. I'd have yeah. juice on my B and chasing my C. That yeah, sounds fair. And anyway. who are your D's? Who's bottom of the
0: barrel? Kanemaru. Um, what? I mean, not. Like oh, Kanemaru. Oh, like bat bottom bottom barrel. Nakanishi? Yeah. Um yeah. I mean, I'm Ikale- sure. He'll yeah, be tied up In
1: time, but at the moment, I'd have him
0: there. Yeah, Hikuleo. Where does Mikey Nichols go? Uh, probably, uh, maybe a notch above that. Maybe a notch above, because he's getting singles matches. You know what I mean? He, like, there's got to be a reason why this 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 guy's getting. I, like, this guy's been in this promotion for five years. I haven't had as many singles matches. Um, but yeah, I would say he, he's he's in the bottom segment. Yeah.
1: Okay. Saudi, um, he says. Uh, who are individuals on the roster that haven't won the IWGP Heavyweight Title yet, but are poised to? Uh, my answer to that would be Will Ospreay. I think he's going to win it at some point, and possibly Ibushi. Maybe even Shingo as well.
0: I would say Show.
1: That is a big call for someone who's not
0: very tall. Show. That is my pick. Yep. He's going to grow. Uh, all right.
1: Uh, DNMT says, have either of you played the new Fire Pro Wrestling on PS4? I've never played it.
0: So I, can't uh, I have. I have it. And I haven't played it recently. But, yeah, I have it. and It's fun. I mean, I like Fire Pro Wrestling. It's fun. But, I, again, I don't, I don't play it. I let the matches sim and do all that. And I haven't played Fire Promoter since the last time they asked.
1: Uh, Tyler says the last eight dome shows have had either Okada or Tanahashi standing tall at the end of the night. Last year, Okada lost at the dome with these facts in hand. Does it worry you at all that if we get Naito Okada, we will be disappointed not getting a Naito crowning moment Um, with how he is booked. It would seem weird that Okada would lose two years in a row at the dome. Um, I think if we're booking Okada Naito, I think Naito has to win that.
0: I do too. And I think he will. I think one of those nights, Naito pulls out the win and, uh, and everybody gets their uh, gets their wish.
1: Okay. Let's uh, dip into the Twitter questions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, David says, I would like Music Damon's take on these three bands, and then Video Game Joel's take on these three games, if time permits. So three music bands for you to give your takes on. One, Shudder to Think. Two, Big Star. And three, Spoon.
0: A lot of American rock and roll there, Joel. Um, Spoon, I'm familiar with because they do a song... Uh, what was the song? Is it Cherry Bomb? Um, that I really like. Um, I forget the name of the song. I think it's some, some, something Cherry Bomb or something like that. That's a good song. I like that. Uh, these are not bands though that are in my wheelhouse. Like they're more, I guess maybe some people might call them like garage rock or like they're very American rocky. They're indie. But they're American-style indie. Does that make sense, Joel? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not really f- my cup of tea. Um, but I have heard of every one of them. Uh, but they're not not—they're not Demon specials, that's for sure.
1: Uh, three Video Games is asking for my opinions on Metal Gear Solid 3. I played it once many, many years ago. I really enjoyed it at the time. I think I, it deserves a, a replay at some point uh chrono trigger never played chrono trigger sorry to say and castlevania symphony of the night which i played quite recently really enjoyed that amazing soundtrack uh, i just think it's a very very good game um another music damon question scott says uh opinions on Marillion, porcupine tree and the wild hearts
0: Marillion, you know who really uh eric Likes Marillion. He always t- he always sends me screenshots. We do that a lot. We'll, what we're listening to are um, songs that are like are like really cool that we just discover. We'll send it to each other. Uh, he really likes the Marillion. Um What were the other two? Porcupine and who? Uh, let me go
1: back. Sorry,
0: um, I'm not familiar with Porcupine. I I don't know either though. So maybe I'll write them down and. Uh, I'll give a listen, and if I really like it, I'll let you know. But if I don't really like it, um, you won't hear from me. Vince says Even
1: though you guys have a great podcast, would you ever consider doing anything on YouTube for the Super J Class fans? YouTube, I'm a bit uh, reluctant to engage with because they have a lot of fuckery going on with their algorithms on what does and doesn't get promoted and what gets filtered and banned and shit like that. So uh, I'm reluctant to delve into YouTube. But, like, what well, I don't know what people want to see me doing reviews of crisps or something i don't know what are like, we
0: doing youtube oh i don't i'm not doing video i don't want my i don't want to do video i'm not a video i i have a voice i don't have a face that's for fucking sure um yeah
1: look you, you people get a two and a half hour podcast for free every week if you want extra shit then you gotta pay for it
0: i mean like i don't like would we like i know people who record the show and then they just throw it up on youtube and just have like a background oh, I image i think VOW already it. does that i think rich does that
1: for us if, yeah, I think if you follow Voices of Wrestling on
0: YouTube, I think all the shows go up on there. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Um no, there I mean, here's the thing. You don't like I'm not going to do like a Lanza lens, lens thing. Here's the thing. I can't think of anything more boring than me posting or having the obligation of post what I'm doing on social media. That's one of the main reasons why I don't have it. I just it just doesn't interest me to be like I'm here. I, I I'm eating this Like I I just don't – I just find that to be mentally exhausting. I sound like a grandfather, but I I just – I'm past that point. Like it, it doesn't do anything for me at this point.
1: Uh, this is something we touched on earlier, and I forgot someone. Uh, with the re- Cody says, with the re- recent release of Elgin and the Elite leaving at the start of this year, who do you guys see filling the G1 spots that are now vacant? Assuming the same participants from last year in this year's. And Chris says, who are the 20 guys that will make the G1 this year? So I forgot about Elgin. Yeah. So there's going to be three spots up for grabs. So then uh, to amend my earlier prediction, I will say uh, Taichi. Osprey, and I think Jeff Cobb. I think he deserves a spot in there. And the, I think the fact that he's been given the never open, never open weight title means that they see some investment in him long term. And I could conceivably see him entering the G1.
0: I think you have to start with those guys, right? Those are the three guys that you'd have to start with if there's openings. What about was Nagata in last year's, right? Wasn't that his final run? No, was it Naga- was the year before that. Oh, was it? Yeah, what do I know? So there, there were no I mean, dads. Ko-
1: Kojima hasn't had his retirement. Well, his right. final G one because he got injured last year, so maybe he. I, you know, I don't know if he's ready for the grind of doing a G one. Yeah.
0: Maybe he's. Maybe he would. He would be one of the guys that you point a finger at and be like, "Okay, you want to sit this one out." Um, but again, three spots. You you're taking those three guys, and then again, Mikey Nichols. Mikey Nichols might be the guy. So yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, so. Uh, Jack says is there
1: any current is there currently anyone that you think would be better off in a different faction lovely faction question
0: for you Damon I don't but I will say this I you got to applaud and this doesn't answer the question but I don't think that there's anybody who needs to switch factions to get a new lease on life but I will say this you got to applaud the way that bullet club has been able to Sort of redefine and reinvent themselves. It they, they they seem fresher and more like I'm more into Bullet Club stuff than I have been in years, right? Um, and that's saying something because they like like when like of any faction losing members and going through transitions and changes over the years, Bullet Club has probably taken the biggest hits. Um. They feel fresh to me and they feel a little bit more exciting and they feel a little bit more um not hand wavy. I-, I like what they've done. They feel they feel like they feel like they have a breath of fresh air. So hats off to to Bullet Club, kinda keeping that money machine churning.
1: Uh, Nathan says if Okada retains through to Dominion is it possible that we get Chris Jericho versus Okada match which we spoke well, about go. earlier unless there will be a special Tanahashi versus Jericho match there if not any big surprises heading into Dominion and Angus says is there any hope for the rumored Tanahashi Jericho match that nearly happened at MSG so yeah I think we talked about that before uh, any other big surprises you think they could pull out for Dominion
0: I mean Jericho is the one that, that I'm sold on I'm kind of hanging my head on Jericho so uh, I would think that would be a big surprise, and I think that would be a, uh, a welcome surprise for a lot of people. So uh, let's go with that. I don't think Kenta nice. – I got 25% Kenta.
2: OK,
1: 25% cancer. Well, if it happens, you heard it here first. Uh, Jazz says, a podcast I recently heard said that Hiromu's popularity would eventually lead to New Japan, putting him in the heavyweight division. Is this something you see as likely if he comes back? And Ben says, how big do you think the rocket will be that they strap to Hiromu when he returns? Now, I, I don't think he's going to be in Best of the Super Juniors. Like I, I said last week, I don't think his body will be ready for that sort of grind but when he does come back I think he's got some unfinished business in the junior division so I think that's where he would be because he's never had that uh, definitive junior run I mean I think he was on his way to having it until his injury with Dragon Lee but uh, I would see him doing at least a, a year or two of the juniors but I think his popularity is one that transcends weight classes so you could either go two ways. You either think, okay, this guy is a huge enough star that we can put him in the heavyweight division and have him challenging for the, the heavyweight title, or you think this guy is such a massive star that he can elevate the junior division, the junior title, to being not maybe sort of close to being on par with the heavyweight division. So what do you say to Hiromu and his weight class and what he does when he returns?
0: You mentioned the height of show being a, a big challenge. I don't think Hiromo is that much taller, right? In fact, I think he's probably shorter. Don't you think? I will check. Oh, he's going a fish. He's going online. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a tough one to, to overcome. Just like my show prediction. Um, I don't know. I think I think he could do. He his injury couldn't have come at a worse time because I mean listen the injury aside it's it, it, there's so much great things that he was slated to do for the juniors and there's still so much that's left on the table to do with the juniors i think he can be your guy and, and again to help transcend the junior division i know everybody you know th- that was the goal of kushida right and it never quite felt like it happened and know that's
1: what Osprey's doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want the height update? So
1: Hiromu is one point one one point seven one meters and Show is 173 centimeters. So Show is two centimeters taller than Hiromu. Mm, look at that. Look at me. And he's also, according to Wikipedia, five kilograms heavier. Let's see.
0: Let's see. All right. Heavyweight champion, Show, Right? <laughs> there you go that answers that I, he's, I'll tell you one thing for show. he's taller
1: than Ishii who's is a credible heavyweight I guess yeah. it depends on the build and Sho is muscular enough I think he could he could be a credible heavyweight I think so uh okay JDM says will Osprey be in G1 and how big a mistake would it be to leave him off and Mixlpick says uh do you think Osprey will regain the never title at Dominion after competing in Best of Super Juniors and be the first person to use the G1 Junior Never Clause to get into the G1 while te- still technically a junior Uh to answer both questions yeah I think Osprey will be in the G1 does it does being never champion give him a kayfabe ticket into it while he's still nominally a junior interesting one i'm not sure about that
0: i think he's in I, and i think all those big wins over big monster guys helped to kind of put that reconditioning into fans minds and th- you know there's a purpose for all of that never title aside um never title helps if he regains it i think he's a shoe in but i think he's a shoe in anyway i think he's absolutely in g1 and i'll go so far as to say this if he's not in G1, it is an absolute fucking crime and a mistake and a and a and a and a and a, and a, a total fucking error. If he's he, look, it's okay for him to be in best of the fucking super junior heavyweight tournament. I messed up the name, but you know what I mean. He can be in both. And and he's not going to be like the typical junior guy in the in G1 where he's taking falls left and right. He's going to be competitive. He'll be middle of the road. He'll be middle of the road in G1. Um, I, I cannot imagine them turning him away from G1. Can't imagine it.
1: All right. Um, from our Discord, ROH Stinks says, Can New Japan book the Rock and Roll Express? They run the ropes better than all of the New Japan dads combined. They had a match versus LAX at Spring Break. That was legitimately very good. So any interest from you for seeing Rock and Roll Express in New Japan?
0: Zero. 0.00. 00. I don't, I don't want to see them on an independent show in New Jersey, let alone in New Japan. I mean, I love the Rock and Roll Express. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, do I want to see 50 and 60-year-old? No. Well, guess what? I'm seeing 50-year-old guys in the ring soon, but you get my point. Ricky and Robert uh, have seen better days. Let's put it that way.
1: Jeremy says, why does everyone have such a hate boner for Jay White? What is it about Jay White that really annoys people? Is it that he's... Not Kenny Omega? Is it the in-ring style that it's more sort of slow-paced and cerebral than what people are used to in New Japan? Or is it just his
0: personality? I think, truth be told, I think it's the rocket ship that that the company put on him. And for a lot of people, Jay White is the young lion and their first taste of what a young lion is, right? You think about all the new fans that hopped on board um this is their first taste of a guy not even evil because I don't think a lot of people were around for young lion evil or young lion Hiromo you know Jay White is is for a lot of people the first taste of what a young lion is he goes on excursion and comes back and he is p- pushed to the moon in a in a character that, doesn't quite connect with a lot of people. I won't even say a lot. Some people. Doesn't connect. Um, and truth be told, in matches that didn't quite deliver when we're building the character. There was a lot of things that went on there that people struggled with. Um, I think... I think it's okay th- to get over that, right? Because I think we're well past that point, but I think a lot of people still have they're, they're sticking, you know, they're 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 not crossing that line. They they're, they they can't cross the line in their mind of Jay White being young lion Jay White and now superstar Jay White.
1: I also think maybe his in-ring shenanigans, like the cheating stuff, the low blows and all that is uh, rubbing some people the wrong way, because I
0: think people don't want to see that in New Japan. I think, you know, it's not like New Japan has never had that, (laughs) you know, it's like they've had it throughout their whole entire history. They've had had stuff in the 80s, trust me, where you're like, uh, you're rolling your eyes and like, what? What are they doing? Like, go, I mean, you know, watch how Vader was introduced. Here's a perfect example. Vader. You mean to tell me that didn't come off as a little bit fucking hokey? This big guy coming out with this mechanical head that blows steam? a little weird. It's not all Enochism. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, there are shit, there is shit that is going on throughout. It's pro fucking wrestling. Pro fucking wrestling. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think that has something to do with it, Joel. But uh, I mean, I, 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 get, get, you got to get past it. I got past it. If I can get past it, anybody can get past it. Come on.
1: Uh, J Min says uh, with Iska retired, who's is the next New Japan dad who retires? I think it's like going to be Tenzan or Nakanishi. Uh, Tenzan is on the shelf having was it knee surgery at the moment, so- ankle or knee? Yeah. Yeah, who do you think is going to be next to retire?
0: I think Tenzan, just because the body is in just is not holding up very well. Um, whereas Nakanishi, he's just you know old and slow, and and I'm sure he has aches and pains. Don't get me wrong, but it's not as glaring as as Tenzan. Tenzan the, that the way he walks through the ring and the way that he kind of walks with that half cocked foot, that's not good. So I would I would I would put my money on that.
1: Uh, what is the likelihood that Shibata's sons of the LA dojo make an appearance in Japan, or will they be US-based only? Would it help them if they spent some time in Japan? That's an interesting question. I, gun to my head, I think they would stay in the states. Uh, what are your
0: thoughts? No, I think it's the next step for them, right? I think, um, I think, an, I, I mean, uh, a, a, an excursion in reverse would be good. I think, it's, I think it's what the end goal is, is to graduate from the LA Dojo and then go to the New Japan Dojo. I really do. Um, and then again, maybe not be at the same level as a starting out Dojo, New Japan Dojo person, but young lion. But I think that's, that's, that's their end goal is to wrestle full-time in Japan, right? Not just stay in the States. I mean, when you look back at the... The the California L A Dojo in the past, you know, when they had the first run of it with Rocky and Shinsuke and and uh, Brian Daniels, um, Daniel Bryan. Um, uh, I mean that was their end goal too, right? To to kind of find their way back to New Japan. So, um, no, I think I think that they, they will have uh, some time in Japan. That's going to be their end goal.
1: Ah, uh, Joe B.wan Kenobi says, after Damon's, I almost fucked up Axel Rotten story. I'm curious to hear more in depth about his past experience in the biz Might mm-hmm. give newer listeners some context to his opinions
0: as well okay well first let let me know that I would not have fucked up him up. He would have fucked me up. uh he would have been wet with a beer, but that would that that's probably all that would have occurred. He would have probably. I think he would have tuned me up. If, if, if But here's the thing. In a situation like that, you know how people jump in? That's what I would be hoping for. But people jump in and break it up. <laughs> so, I want get my ass kicked. Um, well, I mean, I did Indies for probably five or six years, maybe even a little bit longer than that. Um, I w- didn't really do – I didn't – like, I wasn't like a worker. Well, I mean, it depends on what you call a worker. Like, I was a manager. Um, so I didn't really wrestle. I wrestled a couple times. Uh, we had a tag team with uh, this guy Adrian Hall, who lived in Maryland, and there would be some shows that he couldn't make, and then I would sub in, in the tag team, so I'd be actually be working. But I it was super simple shit. Like I wouldn't do anything. Like it was super simple shit. Um, and I remember one match. It was me and Twiggy against um, a team called the Lost Boys, and so we had this whole match worked out and. We go in, blah, 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 and Tweaky gets hurt, like literally the first two minutes. He fucked up his ankle, and he could not stand on it, so I had to do everything in the ring. Joel, it was 10 minutes of a headlock. <laughs> I can't do anything. It was a headlock for 10 minutes. You channeled your inner Randy Orton. I swear to you. I did like an arm bar. I did. I did the uh, that iron chic drape him over the middle rope, run and do like the you know drop your leg across him. I did that. I think I pulled out a suplex. But here's the thing: like, 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 me selling is really so. It was just me, me getting heat because we were the heels. It was just me getting heat on one guy. Yar was his name, and uh, that Um, when we won, we won the NWA U.S. Tag Team Championship. So if you trace back the lineage of the U.S. Tag Team Championship, we I held it. And I won. Take a guess how we won the title. Take one fucking guess. What is the one thing I hate in pro wrestling? Um, Spanish Fly. No, <laughs> oh, wait, that's me that hates <laughs> that. That's you. No, it was I blew Mist. Mist? Wow. What color yep. was it? Green. It was green food color. Green food color. So a little bit of, I had a little bit of I had a thing of water and the, and the food coloring in my pocket. Um I'm exposing the business here. that's um, a good trivia question. What does Damon
1: and the great Muta have in common?
0: And Bushy. <laughs> yeah. What does Damon missed.
1: and Bushy have in common? Oh my god.
0: That's <laughs> right. Yeah, I blew mist. Uh it was in it was in Pittman, New Jersey. We won the titles. And they you know, it was the first time we like I actually you know, we actually had real belts, you know, real titles. Uh, so it was kinda cool. But yeah, if you trace back that lineage, it was Dennis Carluzzo's NWA US Tag Belts. Um, what else? I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to think of like the the. Well, that's not even a good story. Um, I mean, we've wrestled. I was in, I got thrown out of a battle royal by the Iron Sheik. We wrestled Gangrel. Um, who else did we wrestle? Uh, I'm trying to think of names like people that we wrestled. Um, Oh, Raven and Stevie Richards. I got leg dropped by Raven and Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards dragged me into the ring, slams me, and he goes, don't fucking move. I was like, (laughs) Climbs to the top, drops the big leg. Didn't he? Like, light as a feather. Light as a feather. Um, I was worried because I was like, oh, he's going to land right on my fucking face and break my nose. Um, I told the Abdul the the Butcher story where I managed Abdul the Butcher um, with Manny Fernandez. yeah, I mean, all over the East Coast, we did. Um, yeah, for Dennis and all the various indie pro indie indie uh, shows in the area, we did. Yeah, that's it.
1: Uh, TJ uh, says, "How much does enjoyment play into deciding your ratings and match of the year list? Could you vote a match your match of the year just because you enjoyed it more, even if you have better matches on your list?" So, yeah. when you when you're yeah, go ahead.
0: I just can't. And that's my biggest argument. Just because I enjoy something doesn't mean it's the best. Right. And again, to use the music analogy, I don't know, pick a fucking band. Psychedelic Furs. I might love that fucking album, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, that's the best album ever. It's better than the fucking, you know, Stones. You know, that's silly. I mean, just because I like it doesn't mean it's the best.
1: Uh, Lone Magician says, well, we touched on this before. Is Nakamura the biggest signing out there for New Japan? If not, who? So, well, Nakamura is not coming anytime soon. Who do you think is the biggest signing out there for New Japan? I, again, we spoke earlier. I think Kenta would be a good signing. Uh, What say you? Who would be the biggest signing out there?
0: Mm. It's hard to say because I'm trying to give you something, somebody realistic, right? Somebody whose contract might be up. Expiring, I think a guy like um, Cesaro would be a, a good pickup, you know and I mean a guy that's really underused and undervalued in in the other company that has a name that can still fucking go. I think a guy like that might be one of those. You know, if we're looking f- f- to the west, because um, here's the thing: a guy like Pete Dunne, Pete Dunne's not fucking going to New Japan right? Walter's not... They, they've committed. They've they, they pretty much said, no, I'm, I'm not going to take that option. I'm going in here. Um, so I'm trying to think of guys that are really underused in the other company to come over. I think Cesaro would no, be... Yeah, it's funny. Like,
1: cause we had a question from Joel. He says, what failing, underused WWE star will find success in New Japan? And I think Cesaro's a great shout. When he yeah. was having his independent run as Claudio Castagnoli, he's fantastic. Yep. Even, I mean, Cesaro's... As Cesaro, Antonio Cesaro, whatever monarchy he was under, has had some brilliant matches in WWE, but just he's st- stuck in the tag stuff these days. I think he would be great in New Japan.
0: Yeah, I, I think a guy like that. like So think of like mid-card guys that could definitely go, um, that still have a lot left in the tank. I think that would be one of the guys I would, I would focus in on.
1: Okay, um, let's see what else we've got here. Uh, Mikey says, Mustafa Ali's rise from 205 lifer uh, to SmackDown main event has been stellar. Who from New Japan do you think could make a similar push work? Uh, he, he says, I've got Hiromu, maybe Shou if developed. So yeah, I think we answered that before. You are picking Show to go uh, straight to the top.
0: Yep, yep. That's uh, I think he's he's got gold around his waist in the future, absolutely. Heavyweight gold.
1: Uh, Spicy Raj says, you guys joked about Tangelo going back to WWE as Camacho, but he was offered a contract with XFL. So with that in mind, do you think New Japan offers him a contract seeing as how he's been wrestling with them, uh, wrestling for them without one?
0: I'll tell you right now, he'll make more money at New Japan than he will in the XFL. XFL players are not going to make... XFL players, I-, I will be shocked if they'd made more than $50,000 a year. And now, again, you're going to have stars in the a- XFL that will make more but your general you know role player on an xfl team i would be shocked if they made fifty thousand dollars a year south dakota ibushi says did
1: damon graduate magna cum loud i don't know how to pronounce this magna cum loud
0: Ma- or allowedy so it's laude,
1: like, or like summer it, cum loudy from the bobby keenan school of broadcast
0: journalism he's <laughs> such a professional oh thank you uh the radio is too loudy what what movie was that was that airplane it might have been. um well thank you no I went to the uh, I went I, again I went to uh, college radio TV film which is not worth the piece of paper that is printed on and uh, actually we have like um I guess what would we like a trade school maybe uh, it, was, it was Connecticut school broadcasting um, I went there, CSB, after, and because I always wanted, to, I want to do radio. I always wanted to do radio, and uh, I, my, the, the teacher who did our sports journalism class, her name was Donna McQuillan, and Donna liked my final project and said, "Hey, listen." She owned the company that I work for now, um, who has since passed away. She uh, was like, "Look, it, it, you know, if anything comes up." I'll let you know. And it was one of those things where I was like, oh, awesome. But in your mind, you're like, eh, never hear from them again. <laughs> uh, two weeks later, I had an interview at this place called Pennsylvania Park. And what Pennsylvania Park did, did it was horse racing live. But then they also simulcasted races all over the world. And they had their own channel that you needed a special – Satellite dish to get right, so only degenerates were getting this. Fuck! Because if you're gambling on horse racing in India, you have a problem. Um, but I was going to edit like like Sports Center, like like uh, horse racing for this like wrap up show every day. Got back from that interview, came back home, and there was a message from Donna on my answering machine saying, "Hey, uh, I need help with the Phillies baseball team. Are you interested?" And I'm like, holy fucking shit, you mean to tell me I'm going to, like, work in sports? And <laughs> went, did did it, and I guess it was, like, a test to be, like, is this guy a maniac, you know, like, you know, is he legit? I obviously passed, and then, like, after that, it was, like, halfway through the season, and then after that, she's like, listen, you know, I'm going to need help with flyers and blah, 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 and hockey was my wheelhouse, and... Away we went, and I've been doing it for 20, 20 years. This this season coming up for the Flyers would be my 20th fucking year doing Flyers, which is pretty amazing, actually, if you think about it. Pretty cool. This is great. We've we've learned a lot about you today, Damon. Eh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little wrestling, a little sports. All right, one more question because I got to get somebody. So it's like 12.30 your time. What are you doing up? Do you, have, do you have to go to work tomorrow? Yeah, I do. But What the fuck, dude? I like, I like talking to you, Damon. I like talking to you, dude, but. You know, the kids don't want sleepy Joel. Kids want Fire It up Joel. I am, I'm perfectly alert. I'm enjoying really? listening to your stories. Yeah. All right, all right. I don't want to
1: take away from that. Is, I'm, is I'm she... also following this Arsenal match as well, which we are particularly fucking up. Uh, are you we're really? losing three one at home to Crystal Palace. This is Crystal so Palace. They're not yeah. good, are they? No, they're not. We're we, we're blowing it here. it's Yes, but night. say
0: top four, right? The top four is on the line here, right? Hmm. Oh, dude, that sucks! I got a big game tonight. I or actually at three o'clock. So Maple Leafs Bruins. Here's I'll give you the leader's digest real quick. Um, three years in a row, two years in a row, we played. We Maple Leafs stink. But they're like one of the oldest teams in the history of hockey. Like they they were there when ice first formed. For Christ's sake. Um we don't win shit. We haven't won the Stanley Cup, the championship, since the 60s, Joel. Since the fucking 60s. We haven't made the finals since the 60s. Um, a bit we like have, Tottenham. Really, seriously. But but here's the thing. Think of it as Manchester United. Because, they're, they're, like, literally, hockey lives and breathes in Toronto. Um, So for years, we just sucked and sucked and sucked and sucked. And we finally have a good team. We're making the playoffs. blah. blah, blah. past two years, we played Boston. First round of the playoffs. We lose first round both times. And the last year, we were up three games to two. We lost two games. Game seven, we're up last period, third period. We're up by two goals, and we still find a way to fuck it up. So Boston has always been a thorn on our side. Got a chance to fucking put the series away, move on in the playoffs. And good teams are losing in the playoffs. Like the best team in hockey got booted by Columbus of all fucking teams. Um, they're out of the playoffs. Other teams. This is, could be our year. This, this is lining up to be our year. And it's, it's all, all I want is one fucking... Before I die. One fucking cup. That's all I want. Before I die, just one fucking cup. be nice. <sighs> so, three o'clock today. So that's what I'm psyched up for. Okay, give me one more question, and then you go to bed and watch your game, and then I, I gotta get something to eat.
1: All right, bearing in mind how much you love fantasy booking, Mike says, What is the greatest fantasy book series?
0: I don't understand the question. The best fantasy book series?
1: Yeah, he's sort of doing a play on words about fantasy booking. He's talking about fantasy books. You know, like Lord of the Rings. Game oh, I don't Rings, like any that of them sort of stuff. I don't, I don't <laughs> I watch do. it. I do. Really? I really like the the uh, A Song of Ice and Fire book series. That's one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. I have started reading. <laughs> what have I started reading? Uh, i have got going to have to check my Goodreads account to remember what it is. Yeah. Um, this is not good podcasting. Mm. I don't like, uh, the, like way of of, the way of Kings
0: by the way of Brandon Kings.
1: Sanderson. I've heard that's very highly rated. It's a long one, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm into my fancy books.
0: Like, like the Hobbit and like Harry Potter and all that stuff. I love like Harry I, Potter. Really? Yeah. I just yeah. can't get into like wizardry shit. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's just something that just doesn't connect with me. Like Lord of the Rings. And like, what's the game, Game of Thrones. I've never watched one, one second of Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, the TV show is crap the books yeah. are good I don't know I like it's hard for me to commit to things I think it's really what my problem is like it's hard for me to be like okay I'm going all in like there's shows that my friends are like you would love this show it's funny and I just can't get in I just I don't know what it is man I just I don't know I can't do it it's hard if for you
1: like if you like tits and dragons then like Game tits. of Thrones TV series
0: is for you Well uh, listen, one out of two ain't bad <laughs> 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 There we go. Let's let's
1: end the podcast there on that bombshell. Um, Thank you for uh, listening to three hours of this shit. Uh, Please, you could join our Discord server where we're in there quite often, Damon, popping in with the chat. A little bit more often than that. But yeah, I'm bailing out though.
0: I got to be honest with you. I'm not going to be in anymore.
1: Okay. He, he says it'll be back on by tomorrow I'm telling don't, you don't don't um, alright I'm <laughs> you, saying you can buy one of our t-shirts at uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash superjcast uh, big thank you to editor Dan for all the great work he does uh, you can visit his YouTube channel online films please subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling podcast network give us a five snake review on iTunes follow us on Twitter at the superjcast thank you all for listening and goodbye